Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks that drives a girl's wild. I've got the moves that really move them. I said chill up and down their spine. Just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. And we're back with episode 225 of Bike Pod. And it's Survivor Series Day. We have made it to Madison Square Garden. Survivor Series, the final big pay-per-view of the year, of the big four. And we essentially have a triple main event. That's right. Not one, not two, but three main event quality matches. Undertaker and Mankind are going at it with Paul Bearer in a shark cage hanging above the ring. Bret Hart is making his in-ring return. We haven't seen him since WrestleMania 12 in the squared circle. He's taking on Stone Cold Steve Austin, who has been talking mega shit for the past two or three months. Mm-hmm. And then the main event, the final of the three, the WWF World Champion, Shawn Michaels, defending against his friend, turned rival, turned friend, turned, I guess, rival again, Psycho Sid. And then guess what? There's three Survivor Series Four on four elimination. We'll get into that as the show goes on. But guys, I don't know about you, but I am fucking pumped for the show. I don't know why I am so excited for this, but I hope you guys are as well. Well, let's just start off with saying two twenty-five. It's one of my favorite numbers, man. So you, that's how you know this is going to be a great show. That's how I'm starting <laughs> off. We're ready to go. Dallas just sent me figure photography. And he's also getting food. Just like on the TNA pod, he gets fucking food delivered to him. So that's great. We'll be hearing that as I'm trying to enjoy Zariah. You're damn right. I just got this homemade burger. Let's see. Let's see if she cooked it good. Did you grow the cow in the backyard? Yes, we did. Homegrown. Is it pink inside? Um, yeah, it's not bad. Well, you don't like pink? I don't, I mean, I don't care. So I guess you don't have fucking nut hair yet, because, like, you gotta have a little pink on there. No, I don't, I don't care either way, to be honest with you. Uh, by the way, gentlemen. Yeah. As Dallas talks about whatever bullshit he's talking about. Uh, off air, we were looking at chalk line apparel, which, uh, is a very dangerous thing to do. Uh, fucking super dangerous. In general. Uh, Side note, if you download the app, you get 20% off of your purchase. Whoa. Okay, where where do you get the fucking thing then? So put the shit in your cart. Oh, I got to do it through the site or through the app? Correct. Okay. Um, 
I don't know, guys. Basically, what Bob and I are struggling with is purchasing <laughs> said items off of uh, Chalkline. For those of you who are not familiar, they do NBA, they do Nickelodeon, but more importantly, they do WWE stuff. And more specifically, old schooly kind of sometimes replicated jackets, pants, shorts, etc. Uh, I know Bob is currently in the air about some ravishing Rick Rude-esque tights that are actually pants. Uh, and we are both currently struggling over whether or not we need a Bret Hart Hitman uh, hockey jersey. So that's our current dilemma as we roll into uh, Survivor Series 1996. Um, wait, wait, I know, I know we were just giving away promo codes, but guys... This isn't a Conrad ad. This is just because it's cool as fuck. Right. Yeah. Did, did you know trains can't stop? Hey, did you know that everybody's bound to die? That's why you need life insurance. Mm. Super depressing. Uh, but I, I, I have the jersey in my cart. Now I just have to find the fucking pants again. Yeah. Uh, so that's where we're kind of at right now. It's worth getting thrown off this week. Uh, we're getting thrown off our game. Where the fuck are but, the pants? See, Bob's talking about pants. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, are you guys excited for this? I know Dal said something about it's his favorite number, which I feel like he's well, said yeah, on numerous occasions. I have not, but I am excited about the show. I think more excited about this show than. A lot of the other ones that we've come to um, watch, specifically pay-per-views, are especially Monday Night Raws. Um, I feel like we got some nice build going on. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about this. Is Sean going to actually leave Survivor Series as champion still against Sid? No. Find out in about two hours, 54 minutes, and 18 seconds. Sid's not going to fucking win. Let's, let's just all be real clear here. There's no way. Uh, Austin, is is your stuff, is the shipping free? You think it is, but you didn't put your address in yet. I haven't even signed in. I'd probably have to sign in. Because I got real excited when it said that until I typed in my address. It was like, nah, 750. Oh, that's not too bad, though, really. It, it ends up being about 10 bucks off by the time you put in all your shit. Hey, that's 10 bucks, man. That's that pizza that's in your hand right now. Well, what I'm thinking is I'm going to, after this podcast, measure a shirt that I really like and try to match it up to the specs so at least I know I'm getting the right thing. But I'm probably going to buy it after the podcast. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I've done that before, and it still don't matter. So just prepare, prepare to not be satisfied with whatever you measure. Thanks. Appreciate the positivity. I'm a realist, man. I know how clothes shopping works. Dallas is just saying that because he's not planning to purchase anything from this website. Right. No, I want you guys to be happy and wear them. Um, Bob, I'm hoping his balls can stay inside of some chalk line shorts, but sometimes they just slip out, especially when his friends are over. That was one time. Just twice, but. It's burned into our memory. Well, that was two times. Ago. Didn't you just see the picture that Austin texted? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I saw it. Yeah. 
You guys no. are just haters because I'm body positive. Uh, yeah. Okay, Bob. Give us the house show notes. It still says free shipping for me. Maybe that's my... Is that my deal? Is I get free shipping? Oh, maybe. Wait, you didn't do the discount? It, it doesn't say anything about discount. When you pick your payment method at the top, it says apply code, and then it tells you. Oh, uh-huh. When you do a payment method? Yeah, like after you put it in your cart. I just see shipping, and it says UPS ground, and there's my payment, and then summary. Now you're going to make me open this shit back up. See what happens here, folks? Can't get nothing done. Nothing. Right. Click on your cart. Are you looking at your cart? Yeah. And at the top, it says apply discount. Click on that. No, there's nothing there. It just says check out. Well, you got fucked. Are you signed in? No. You're as a guest. I must be. I didn't sign into shit. Oh, what's right? Right there. There you go. Bob was almost turning red. I saw it. Promo code. It was before I got to the checkout. Yeah, sure. Blame it on the crane, motherfucker. Holy shit, dude. How much did it knock off? Like $40. (laughs) (laughs) This is a no-brainer. I got to do the pants and the jersey now. It's only $143.99. Let's go. Fuck yeah. Holy shit, I spent a lot more on dumb shit. Check out. It's almost like you're getting one of them for free. And it's still free shipping. Oh, that's good. Now I gotta type my fucking credit card information again. Alright, anyway, let's Survivor Series 96. We've gone off on the wrong tangent here. There was a free-for-all match that I teased last week. And you guys were like, just tell us um, the pay-per-view. And I said, okay. Oh, yeah. It featured, a, it was a four-on-four Survivor Series elimination match. And it featured Aldo Montoya, Bart Gunn, Bob Holly, and the real Jesse James. Defeating Billy Gunn, Justin Bradshaw, Salvador Sincere, and the Sultan. That went 10 minutes and 46 seconds. I will actually read the eliminations to you as well. Why not? Aldo Montoya was eliminated by the Sultan by submission. I'm assuming by the camel clutch. Salvador Sincere was eliminated by Bart Gunn by pinfall in six minutes and 55 seconds. Bob Holly was eliminated by Justin Bradshaw by pinfall in 835. Justin Bradshaw was eliminated by Jesse James by pinfall at 846. The Sultan was eliminated by Jesse James by pinfall at 944. Jesse James was eliminated by Billy Gunn at 9.59. So that meant that the Smoking Guns were the final two against each other, Billy and Bart. And by God, Bart Gunn eliminated, was eliminated, or Billy Gunn was eliminated by Bart Gunn at 10.46. So Bart Gunn pulled through and got revenge, essentially, on his former, well, I guess his brother and former tag team partner. Does any of that surprise you? Kind of. Uh, I'll applaud them for that. That sounds like it probably should have been on the show, to be honest with you. 
Well, and to get a payoff for the smoking guns, and it be, I don't know, sounds like it was somewhat satisfying. So, yeah, like, good job. I wouldn't have had Bart win, but he probably needed to, so that makes sense. I feel like they've very little of the smoking guns breakup has happened on Raw. Like, they showed, like, a little clip of something that happened at, like, a house show. But we've seen, like, very little. So the fact that it's, like, I mean, it's pretty much over. Like, we're done. But, like, it doesn't, we don't, we don't really know that. I don't know if I would say it should be on pay-per-view. The, everyone in that match is someone who's on Raw. And on the pay-per-view, we're seeing, like, random people make their doesn't debut. doesn't mean it's any good. Have you watched it? No, I've not. I've not I, seen- I did. No, you did not watch it. I watched it this morning at 6 a.m. I woke up early. Okay. I did. I Here's the thing. I am kind of surprised about uh, Jesse James pinning the Sultan. Dude, it's the real double J, man. Come on. Don't play stupid. He's a former Andy, Andy Intercontinental Justin, champion. And he, and he pinned uh, Justin Bradshaw. Former so IC champ, double J. Why are you really surprised by this? Yeah, I don't like that Justin Bradshaw is like this pretend... Like, on the rise guy. He's not good. I don't know if I've got the vibe that he's on the rise. He just pinned The Undertaker not too long ago or some shit, didn't he? What? He beat somebody important. Bradshaw? Yeah, dude. He did not beat The Undertaker. It was somebody important. It was on Raw, and it was like, what the fuck? Why did he just win? I'll look this up real quick because I don't remember that. And if it, it was, was somebody, anybody, it was probably like Savio Vega or something. I don't know, but we were surprised. And like, he's on Raw more and more. I feel like they're trying to do something with him. So let's. You said on, it was on Raw? I thought. Like, relatively recently. I don't know if this is accurate, but it looks like the last time he was on Raw was on July 22nd. Against who? He he uh he was he fought Sid. Oh, I remember that. And was he lost by disqualification. Classic. Yeah, so I don't know. I think uh, is that really the last time we saw him on Raw? It was back in July. No, I feel like it was recently. I don't know if it really was. I'm pissed, dude. It must have been hurt or something. I'm pissed uh, about Bradshaw, and I'm pissed at the fact that Bob's got free shipping. Okay? <laughs> dude, I'm, I saved $35. That's what it said on the thing, so I'll fucking take it. Yeah, you can suck on it. Oh. Oof. Thanks. Uh, all right, the date is November 17th. We're at Madison Square Garden, as I mentioned before. The attendance is 18,647, which I'm almost certain that's a, that's a sellout uh, for that venue. The tagline is, back to attack. Can you survive the Survivor Series weekend? Mm. It's a good one. Yes, it is. Very, I don't think that's very catchy. Um, I don't know. No. Uh, all right, the runtime for this, this is a pretty long one. 
two hours, 54 minutes, and 18 seconds. So if you have a bedtime, you might want to make this a two-parter. And Dallas probably sent me some more figure photography regarding Jeff Jarrett and AJ Styles on Snapchat. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to count down from uh, three. When I say play, that's when you're going to want to hit the play button on Peacock to watch along with us. Or for the next nearly three hours, uh, you can just listen to us bullshit and react to what we're watching. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. Hey, should I get the Velveteen Dream shorts? <laughs> They're on sale. I was going to say, they're probably discounted. As long as you don't play to wear them in public, I guess. Or like a kid's birthday? Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, are you going to get the Ravishing Rick Rude retro jacket to go with your pants? No. Hmm. No, but at work, there's like an 80s day coming up, and I think I'm going to wear my sequenced uh, Randy Savage jacket. Oh, that's a good idea. I forgot we're in MSG for this show. Yeah, I've only mentioned about nine times. Well, I don't listen to what you said. Remember, guys, the Hall of Fame was the day before. Ah, fuck them. Screw those guys. Live from New York. The World Wrestling Federation presents. It's Saturday night. Over overview. Wow, this is crazy. There's some this good stock crazy. footage there. Good stock footage for you. No, oh, dude, they filmed it. Bob, do you like that they have the Patrick Ewing, uh, Nickelodeon, Hey Arnold combo? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I have. Oh, it sounds like Bulldog's coming out first. It does. Uh, I don't don't want to even click on the uh, Nickelodeon option. Did you you just see the way the stage opened up? It was like a skyline, and it opens up, and then they come out of like a little tunnel. Yeah, what did you think this was? A fucking game? Nah, dude. This is like real shit here. Survivor Series. We got Jim Ross. Fucking Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawler on commentary. So it's going to be a brutal night if you're listening to the show. Owen just told somebody in the front row that he would beat their ass. Leave Cassidy looks fucking ridiculous. I was, dude, I was thinking the same thing. Wait till he comes back on screen, Austin. We could have been here on pay-per-view since WrestleMania 10. Wow. He's got fucking, Leaf Cassidy's got a full goatee and he's got like little bulldog beads in his hair. Well, he's tagging with Bulldogs, so he's got to blend in. What do we want? A better match. When do we want it? Fucking now. Who's this guy? Who are Dean these? Malenko! Oh. Doug Furness and Philip Phil LaFon. That looks like Pitbull number two. No kidding. Who are these jabrones? They're from all Japan, aren't they? Yes. LaFon Furness. They're not bad. Yeah, but who are they? Where are they from? What do they do after this? Dude, you don't give a fuck, okay? Just put it that way. That's the uh, Godwins, if you guys couldn't recognize my right theme song. Uh, fucking Hillbilly Jim's still here, too. I hope he's tagging in. I'm shook right now. 
Dallas, know, I think you should start wearing that little corn cob hat that Hillbilly Jim wears. I got a hat right over. Oh, the one that Hillbilly Jim's. I don't have that kind of hat. I do have one right here. Yeah, you're a hat guy now, remember? Bro, I got more hats than I can even count. Mm. And I wish that was a lie. Uh, in other apparel news, my Chris Benoit shorts are saying they're on the way, but, like, can't track them. Yeah, same. I noticed that from my email. Oh, you got the email? Uh, I got something like, oh, hey, it's, like, shipped. Yeah. I, uh, my CM Punk shorts took very long to get to me, so I was nervous, but I got them. Well, these, I think, are more, like, overstock. That's the way it seemed like, because they were, like, ready right. to ship well, no. kind of thing. They, like, took forever to ship, and then they finally did. I saw you already got them. People online got them. I was like, oh, my God. Like, did they, my order not go through? I was nervous. We still haven't started the match yet. Just... For I those download an app to track that package. I shouldn't have to do that. Wait, you do? It says download shop to track package from the stash website. And I feel like I shouldn't oh. have to do that. Hold on a second. Guys, this is breaking news. Mm. Gregory Iron has a podcast, Iron on Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And his guest this week... Is Ahmed Johnson. Mm. Well, I bet you it's not really Ahmed Johnson. Oh, click the, he he tags him. Can't I think, think it's Tony Norris enough. I'm gonna click the YouTube video. Let's find out for real. Ahmed Johnson speaks. Bullshit. I think it's Ahmed's cousin, the same guy Bob talked to. It says Wars or Ahmed Johnson speaks, Warzone, all those knee pads, <laughs> Parliament 2000, and more. No way. There's not video, bro. And then I'm going to... There's no video, so that just means it's not him. Hold on. I'm going to find out. I'll mute. Whose voice is that? It's terrible. That's Gregory Iron. Uh, All right. This match is starting off uh, with, I believe that is LaFon taking on... uh, Is that Leaf or Marty? That's Marty. There's trading wrist locks. And now here's a monkey flip by Marty. But LaFon lands on his feet because he's a dream. That's Ahmed, brother. Holy shit. How the hell did he get Ahmed Johnson? Uh, Is it me or does the quality seem pretty good this week? For the pay-per-view. I mean, I think it looks pretty much the same as it has been. But the lighting is better in the arena. There was one show where it was like it seemed like we were in a time machine. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, maybe it is the lighting in the arena, but I just feel like it looks really good. I just think it might be lit better because, of course, we're going to show off that big crowd. Well, and it's, and it's the garden. So. Yeah, it's the garden. Dragon screw leg whip by Leaf Cassidy, also known as Al Snow. Listen, all I'm saying is if Ahmed's doing podcasts. No, dude, I don't want to get threatened on air. Well, you know, we'd be talking to him and, be, and then me and Austin would be like, hey, uh, hey, Mr. Tony Norris. Do you remember this one article that someone wrote about you, the rise and the fall of Ahmed Johnson? Maybe yeah, I that's him. do that, Bob Collin Jr. <laughs> that's him right there. You know he, like, knows he knows immediately what it is. 
And he knows he knows it's you the whole time, but he's kayfabe until it gets brought up. Yeah, that'd be great. One of the Godwins, Phineas, has a headlock on Leaf Cassidy, and he just eliminated him by giving him a shoulder block. Here comes Billy Jim. He throws a pig in the ring. The pig shits, and Marty Jannetty rolls in it. He thinks it's chocolate, but we oh tell him it's God. not, and he does it anyways. He's like, hey, should I go fuck this girl that looks like someone I'm related to? And then he gets out of the ring. He's also eliminated. Next comes in the other Godwin, whose name I forgot, Henry. And then he is fighting off against the other guy in the other team, because I forgot who's on. Oh, the uh, none of that Phillip, is happening. Philip Lafon, who Bob cannot tell me who the fuck he is. He's from all Japan, dude. Philip Lafon in so all. So is Doug. Look at the cotton candy. <laughs> that was <Thank> awesome. <laughs> right in the shot. Holy shit. They didn't. I can't believe they even didn't cut away from that. I can't believe they're starting the pay per view with this fucking match. Come on. Well, you know what? You got to cool down the crowd. Yeah, after that <laughs> hot free for all match, you might as well yeah. the opener. And honestly, if this was two hours in, I'd want to shoot myself. So I'm fine with that. They're getting it out of the way. Because this isn't one of the exciting ones. This doesn't have one of our debuts of Rocky Maivia or Flash Bunker. It literally does. It literally does. It has two debuts, LaFon and Frank. Okay, I said exciting. I meant exciting. I meant exciting debuts. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Who gives a fuck about those guys? What's up with Owen's, like, shin guards? Yeah, he's got his knee pad covers pulled all the way down. Is that like the Harley race? Or what is it? No, it's not Harley Race. Is it? No, I'm fucking that. Who am I thinking of? Yeah, it's Harley Race. No, it's not. It's Greg Valentine. Did he? Like, I think that's the, I think it's called the. I don't give a fuck about this match. Okay, yeah, did he forget myself. to pull them up and he's just like fuck it? It's guys. It's Greg Valentine and he's got the thing so he can do the figure four. I don't like Greg Valentine. He's Sorry, I, I know, and I apologize for. Uh, saying one of, one of my, at first, who I also one of the really greatest, like. one of the greatest podcast moments in history. Oh, um, Jesus, fuck! Will forever be when Conrad tried telling Eric Bischoff that oh, you okay. could have put anybody in Hogan's spot. I mean, Greg Valentine could have been a he could have pulled, pulled off. And it was like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> to but me, Greg have, Valentine's yeah. face looks like a honey bun. It looks oh like he looks like Sonny's mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, like, even worse. <laughs> 1992 Greg Valentine is 2022 Sonny. <laughs> Let's see, That's guys. Nope, she hasn't tweeted in six days. She's in jail. I know. I'm okay. I, I was leading up to it. <laughs> If she would be like fucking tech, tweeting or something, she'd be fucking commit commit another crime. Wait, she posted this pic though. Yeah, when when is that from? Like nineteen ninety seven. It's from a couple days ago. Yeah, well, that ain't, that's not her then. I don't know if you look if you look at the details, it's still yeah, it's her. Jenny just missed a uh, middle rope elbow drop. This he match was, ain't good. He doesn't have elbow pads, so he's uh he's probably hurting double. This match uh, ain't good. 
yeah, this match is not good, and it's uh, there's like no elimination. Did he hurt himself? Because like he cannot run. Is it a gimmick? I don't know. Oh, it's the British Bulldog. Yeah, fuck me. He's definitely favoring that that leg. Uh, Wait. <laughs> Why did the one Godwin get up on the rope so the other Godwin wouldn't hit? To protect it. Yeah, but doesn't he get hurt from that? No. Slap. Drop. I think Jannetty's hurt. Well, he's about to get eliminated right fucking now, so see ya. Oh, nice spinning heel kick by Owen. Over the body of Marty Jannetty. And then he pins Henry. Fuck yeah, dude. This is how Survivor Series goes. Boom, 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 boom. As it should. Has Bulldog even been tagged in yet? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because I think him and Owen, like, double teamed. Fucking Owen. Fuck. Oh, you're well, he, fucking kidding he just, me. He just snuck a tag in. Owen clothesline to the floor by Phineas. Bulldog running power slam. That should do it. One, two. Marty has still not made it to the backstage area. Dude, he's hurt, okay? He's fucked and no one cares. They're just leaving him. He is definitely hurt. Why won't somebody come out there and help him? Because it's. I like how Bulldog was gonna be done. He he made he did an elimination when he was gonna get back on the apron, but it was like, no, Bulldog, you're still tagged in. (laughs) All right, here we go. Ready to go. Here we go. We're gonna do it right now. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Doug. Doug Furness going at no- Oh, what the fuck? He just went for a drop kick and he and Bulldog ducked it. Bulldog didn't even duck it. I think he just jumped too high and completely missed him, and Bulldog r- ran underneath it without ducking. Impressive. This match would be better with the heavenly bodies in it. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, the well, heavenly bodies. The Halley body should probably be in there more so than the uh, new rockers. I'll say that. Well, yeah. Don't don't even get me started on the new rocks. Cause that took one of my guys, Janetti, and turned him into shit. Shit ad shit eddy. Furnace and Cassidy are doing like shoot wrestling right now. Yeah, you got a fucking problem? Yeah, dude, it's a work. Why what do you fucking down? know? I know everything. Bull. Side headlock again here by Furness, but Bulldog pull, shoves him off. Missile dropped. He got out of nowhere wow. by fucking Owen, and it looks like he landed on his nuts. So fucking Owen. Furness is not happy with that. He's... Holding his groin. 
Oh, and just stomping away. Lower midsection. All legal here at Survivor Series. All money is legal? No. K. Murda and K. Pusha. One, two. Owen's out by Philip LaFon. Now, oh, Owen takes out with the clothes. And that's not LaFon, it's Furnace. Oh, that's Furnace. Well, just like you heat your fucking house with a furnace. Yeah. Here he's he is. Not in here. You better check your furnace. <laughs> is your refrigerator running? Because you might want to catch it. What the fuck? I feel like Dallas is uh, stroking out here. What did you eat in your uh, fucking soup? Mushrooms? First off, it was a burger. And it had cheese sticks on the side. Uh, Bob, I'm going to give you a phone number. I'm going to text it to you, and you are going to prank call them live on air right now. Okay? Yeah. I have a feeling Bob's not good at prank calls. I I can't keep it. Like, I can't not laugh anymore. Like, it's just, like, too funny to me. I feel like I was never immature enough to prank call people. Oh, this fucking guy. Okay, dude. Oh, fucking K, dude. Yeah, you were so mature, you were writing down fucking DDP versus Tommy Dreamer at Super Brawl fucking in your little notebooks at school. That's right, man. Yeah, give me a fucking break on that. I'm looking. I'm going to give you a number in a second. Still in the first match here, guys, by the way, if you're listening for some reason or another. I don't know how this match is still happening. This is totally, like, ruining my vibe. At this point, I think you could fit all our listeners in a Volkswagen fucking Beetle, so. Oh, boy. Someone's about to die. Yeah, my internet, because I just heard rumbling in the distance. Oh, Jesus. So, be prepared. Well, we'll keep doing time checks if we hear the weather get up. Uh, I just sent a number in the group chat. When Bob gets back from his pee break, then he should Who the fuck the is that? It's it's his store. Don't tell him, though. Oh, dude. He won't call, but. No, he won't call. He'll probably recognize the number then. Well, I'm, that's why I did it. I'm curious if he's going to. But he stepped away. Wow, wow. That's what Vince McMahon just said about this double feature replay. Versus. I think the same thing. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. You got wow-wahs down there? I can't remember. Dude. They're Dude so- wait, we did go to one. Never mind. We did go to one. I had, I had wow-wah for lunch. There we go. Well, boys, we uh, almost had an issue here, and I'm probably going to have an issue in the future. Um, I just noticed that the charger for my laptop that I use for this has, like, frizzled at the edge. Hey, buy a new one. Yeah, so you guys want to look it up for me so I can do it? Frizzled? Um, can you send me a picture of the one you have, and then I can What the it... fuck is frizzled? Like, the wiring at the end is, like... Eroded. Can you send me a picture of which one it is? Guys, you're missing Owen Hart action and it's pissing me off. I'm watching. Joey Gladstone is being the fuck out of this guy. 
Of the cord. I just want to see it, and then I might be able to find it. Of the cord? Yeah, the part that plugs into your computer is the part I need to see. Bob, stop making this goddamn complicated. Harvey well, Wuffelman's the outside official. I only noticed it because it wasn't... Charging? Dallas, I feel like I know that phone number. I want you to print call it. I'm not doing that. No, Bob, here, here's the deal. I want you to at least try for me. Just dial it, see if they answer, and if they answer, then just say your fridge is running and hang up. That's it. I, th- they're not going to answer. All right. Star six, seven. No looking it up, dude. I'm not looking it up. That's cheating. Star I six, know seven. The, I know the phone number. Uh, in the meantime, guys, I'd buy kind of keeping my work. But you, you stop looking it up, bro. I know the phone number. I've uh, I've been kind of watching the crowd. I'm definitely seeing some ECW original crowd members sprinkled throughout. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Bob, that's an old one. Yeah, I know it's an old one. Is that a circa 2010? Uh, you can go to the Apple and hit About This Mac, and it'll tell you. I don't think it's 2010. Is that the part that you're saying is broken? Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, ver- guys. Like version 10.9.5. Does it, what year does it say, though? It should say, like, MacBook Pro, blah, blah, blah. And it says a year. Owen knocks LaFon. Oh, no, he's fighting LaFon. He knocked the other guy off the apron. Uh, mid-2012. Mid oh, mid-2012. Okay. Please hold. The British Bulldog's about to get pinned. Oh, fuck. He did get pinned. Does that make... Oh, chop lock. Does that make uh, LaFon and Furnace number one contenders or what? I would imagine so. Owen's stomps are getting absolutely no-sold here. Are you meaning to tell me I could get a charger for that for $16 right now? I just saw that. Yeah, dude. Well, it says before mid-2012. Is that the same thing? Uh, It's probably about the same thing, yeah. The thing nope. is that that's an off brand, oh, yeah, but so like I, it'll probably work fine. It says fully compatible with MacBook Pro 13-inch mid-2012 MacBook Pro late. Yeah, I mean, those are off-brand, so if you don't care, it's probably fine. I'm also wondering if I have one of those. Oof. Dragon screw leg whip by Owen Hart. But, like, if you have a fire hazard, you're going to want it before I can get it to you, so. There's Dallas and Bob talk about fucking Mac chargers. Well, dude, it's not my fault. Bob can't do the podcast if he doesn't have two computers set up, Austin. Joey Gladstone is beating this guy's <laughs> ass right now. Yeah, he is. Cut it out. LaFon is pulling the hair. Like, did they win any titles in all Japan? Like, what? Like, the thing is, like, I know their names, but I've never seen them before in my life. The only place I recognize him from is ECW. 
I've never seen their Jap- I can't speak on their Japan shit. I've never seen it. So did you see? Is there ECW stuff before this or after this? After this. Okay. Did they look to have the same kind of gimmick, just plain guys? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Um, and then Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they go to ECW and then come back to the WWF? Uh, I think it's like, I think they do both at the same time, don't they? Oh, oh I don't really? Know. I'm not sure on that one. I want to say that's what happens. I'll look it up here in a minute. I'm just trying to finish this because uh, oh. I got to do this. Owen is the lone survivor here. Is lone survivor here as he's getting worked on by uh, this new tag team. Oh, yes. What a German. (laughs) How do you like your suplexes? Not over easy, I hope. (laughs) Okay, they're getting the... Owen's getting the fuck. Holy Did you just see that? Holy shit. Wow. Refrigerator and LaFans won. They are definitely the number one contenders, right? I mean, they're just... Come on. Dude, I did not expect that. Furnace and Lafon get the fucking victory there. Pinning both tag champs, Owen and Bulldog. I mean, that's insane. Clean. Yeah, that's Okay, so I think. I'm looking this up right now, at least for Doug Furnace. Slow mo replay. Ready? Good night. So it looks I thought like, his belly to belly was even better. It looks like there's a brief overlap between the two, but it looks like they they come here and then they kind of briefly go back to ECW. Interesting. So, like, for instance, Doug, like, Doug Furness's last appearance for ECW before this was on October 26th. Oh, Mankind with Paul Bearer and in the backstage, Kevin Kelly interviewing him. He goes back, he goes back to ECW 98 for, like, five months. Furness does. So they do bounce around a little bit. Yeah. I'm not going in a cage. That's what Pubber is saying. Oh, Paul. Think back. The beard alive. This guy's spooky. Guys, we're getting a Mankind promo. I know, there's dogs barking. Again, not mine this time, so I was trying to be be silent. But I always like hearing uh, Mankind talk, so. Just as like, they're just. I'm just glad that, that I mean, the, the closing sequence of that tag match, I felt like. Was yeah, good. yes. Once, once the Rockers got out of there, it seemed like it went better. 
All right, I guess we're going Taker Mankind. All right. Ugh, with the fucking, come on. Is Paul Bearer really going to just be in this above the ring? Is that Tony Chimmel? Yeah. Oh shit. That it is, my friend. Is he doing? He's not doing the ring announcing though. He's just there, huh? No, he was like a ring crew guy. Whoa. For like most of the time. I didn't know if I knew that. I'm not going in the cage. (laughs) 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 Who said this was going to be a good fucking pay-per-view? Me. You guys. I'm looking forward to it still. You guys said it. The, The closing sequence... No, it was. The closing sequence of that match was pretty good. That was decent. So that was a really... Now we have Mankind Taker, which I feel like always produces some quality stuff. Yeah, but I really don't like the gimmick here. The thing is, they're, like, working through every, I feel like, match stipulation we can think of that's not, like, your normal ones. They're like, let's just keep doing random shit. To, like, continue this? Like, what is actually the purpose of putting Paul Bearer inside of a cage above the ring? Okay, he can't get involved. He can't get involved. I get it. Yeah. But, like, really, come on now. Yeah, if you don't want him involved, just say, hey, the manager's banned from ringside. Well, and technically, let's be real here, Undertaker won the Buried Alive match. And then, of course, I know, he got buried after. Yeah, you know who's going to get fucking involved? They're putting Paul Bearer in. The executioner boy is still wandering around the grounds. So I already can see him. He's coming out with his little hatchet. And he's going to say, Undertaker, your dad. And then he's going to chop him. And then it's going to be pretty much it after that's, that. That's pretty spot on. Um, it's, it is what it is. Well, you know, a few minutes ago, Austin mentioned like the ECW guys. Uh, in the crowd, the regulars. On that same side, I don't know if you guys follow her, but that Mary Kate girl. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, don't on I, I don't know if I follow her, but I know who she is. Yeah. She's like, what? she found Bret Hart's like match with Tom McGee. Or whatever. What the fuck is going on? It's Batman. Here. Um, Undertaker is getting dropped from <sighs> the ceiling and he's got wings. Wait, he's got a completely different look. We're not. We haven't got a very good view of it yet. Hold on. Wait, I might like this. Sending chills up and down the spine. I don't know about that. That is kind of corny, but it's fine. Sting's coming down. Oh no, he's not yet. Is he? Yeah, yeah he is. is. Sting dropping from the rafters yet? Yeah, he is. Uh. I, probably. I know he's in the Raptors. He's got to be. Oh, he's got the teardrop again. That would be interesting. I'm going to look that up. When was the first time Sting came down from the ramp? They're even noticing, noting that Undertaker looks different. I already like it. It's less cartoony. He came down with fucking bat wings. Well, hold on, hold on. That's a pay-per-view entrance. He's not doing that every week. But look at his attire. All black, none of that purple bullshit. He looks like a leather (laughs) daddy. Well. Dallas, it looks like the first time Sting came down from the rafters is not until January 20th in 1997. Oh, wow. So they did it in the uh, ticker. 
I don't know if I like this new look for him. I think it's fucking techno team fucking Wait, 2000. Yeah, dude, that's the that's a good like good. It's black crush. Team. It's crush. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. From right. jail. I don't know. I think I do like it. It's a, he needed to be freshened up. This ain't the direction. No, bro. I agree. This is <laughs> the shirt. He the looks shirt. like he's he looks like he's dressed up to go to a gay bar. Yeah, the shirt's pretty like bad. A gay club. Not that there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm just no. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's what he. he it's he's a leather daddy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't right like it. Yeah, okay, fine. It's weird, but I I don't mind it. It's a look, yeah. The under gimper. Under gimper. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like the guy on the, in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the gimp. Yeah. You're gonna rest in peace. My favorite thing <laughs> is when you've had a buried alive match, and the next match you have with the guy, you start off with an armbar. Well, he's showing his technical prowess. Tech, no team, two thousand. Um, I also want to note that Undertaker has definitely dyed his hair back. I think. Oh yeah. Yes. Do you think that he's gonna have this attire on like the next time too? Because I feel like no. this is a one. No. Is he slimmed down too? Like what the fuck? It's kind of hard to see. Taker looks real thin. It's the leather. It's slimming. It's got to be. He's smashing his hand on the ring steps. That doesn't feel good. Bullcut boy is in like the third row. Yeah, it's, that was the other guy I was going to mention too. Seen him on a bunch of nitros. So even all-star roster here, guys. Yeah, man, it's the garden. He's trying to break his mandible claw fingers. Mm. Uh, we haven't gotten one shot of Paul Barry yet, which I'm thankful for. Hopefully, they're not going to just well, overdo the fucking gimmick the whole time. We had far of like a zoomed out one. We didn't have an, we haven't had an up close though. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we really need much more than that. Undertaker landing on his feet on the clothesline attempt to the floor. Yeah, I wonder if Paul Bear is going to make his nose bleed like Jerry Lawler. Well, Jerry Lawler actually had a legitimate nosebleed. They're in the crowd, folks. He's seated up. He's seated up. <laughs> Backdrop over the railing and back to the ringside area. Oh, that lady at ringside just got kicked in the head by mankind. Good. Pay attention. It's like people at baseball games when they get hit in the head with the baseball. Well, it's like, why aren't you fucking watching the game? Pay attention. You got a fucking guy running at you in the front row. Oh, low blow on the apron. That stops the dead. I don't care if you're dead or alive. If you get hit in the nuts, you're fucking selling it. There's Paul Bear. Right in the the teardrop thing is so stupid. Well, he's killed somebody. 
Who? Who? Somersault. Dive back. Why did they say, yeah, Undertaker, go out there with that shit on your face? Because he buried mankind alive. When you kill somebody, you get a teardrop on your face. That's a known fucking gang initiation. Wait, but he was the one who got buried. Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah. I mean, he, I mean, no. he was buried for two seconds. Right. That's not why he did that, and you know it. That's exactly why he did that. You're fucking lying. You, you like that could be believable, maybe, but that you're bullshitting. <laughs> he should have done that for every casket match that he won. Oh my god! Including on the house shows. That way, when he would eventually come on TV, there'd be like forty-seven teardrops on his face. You think Paul Bearer is actually shitting his pants up there? Uh, I would. I would be. It's pretty sketchy. I would not trust the like wiring system to hold you up. Yeah, no way. It's just a it's just a Paul Bearer statue. Oh, they they didn't really do it. They switched us even on that. You gotta be kidding me. Luckily, Whips. the last couple of minutes have been more of a brawl, which is good. Well, their matches always are. Oh, well, we started out with fucking some map-based technician work. Yeah, but, you know, that's just to kind of trick you, kind of like when cruiserweights were to do that. Wow. When you put a body scissors on the mat instead of doing a springboard 450. And then they eventually do the springboard 450. Makes you appreciate it more. I feel like you just made that up. Probably. Kinda. Great. Bob's yawning. We're two matches in. I kind of made that up. No, I yawn because I'm just, I'm always tired, not because I'm bored. Bob's never tired. Come on. I'm always, man. Our buddy Joe, Joe Sweet used to make people tired. Yeah, yeah he did. Oh, nice pilot driver. Holy rest, shit. Rest in peace, baby. That's what happens down here at the, in the Serengeti. What? Oh, so, wrong show. Sorry. Is he holding the urn upside down? Yeah, it's like... Isn't that... That's the gimmick, right? That's the thing, yeah. Well, I don't like it. Yeah, I find it to be very odd as well, but... Come on, Undertaker, you can't get Mandible Claude again. I do like when, I do like that Mankind makes those noises. It's kind of like Ted DiBiase. And the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, going for the tombstone. <sighs> one, of my, one of my favorite WrestleMania moments is WrestleMania 8 when Sid has Hogan in the corner and he's like, Ripping his face, and Hogan's like, "That's lady's face." Oh my god! Mankind's body hit the floor. It's all over for you, Undertaker. That's what Paul Bear's saying. Oh, no, he kicked Mankind into the railing. 
And of course, mankind didn't take that delicately. He just rammed his head into the guardrail. That was unbelievable. Can you believe what mankind is doing here to his body? Oh, slamming his hand again on the ring step. Yes, yes. I remember when Jason Axe would also make noises and then he suddenly stopped. Shut! 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 Uh oh, Undertaker going for old school, it looks like. Vintage Undertaker here. The top rope's so fucking loose, he's touching the second. Yeah, it is. That's insane. JR is saying Undertaker's Patrick Ewing set. Patrick Ewing is definitely thicker than Undertaker. Six, Tam. Swinging neckbreaker by Mankind. Now he's trying to get to his feet. Where is he going? Is he going to top rope? What the heck? What's he going to do up there? Shooting star press, 450. That could be. Let's see what's going to happen here. Did I? Did I ever oh. tell you guys the story about, like, I was, uh, I think it was, like, a fan page or something for Steve Perino. And he was like, what move do you guys want me to try out or whatever? And I commented and said, like, a, four, a 450. And then he, he fucking DM'd me and said, do you think that was funny? <laughs> I was like. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. And he's like, well, it wasn't. <laughs> Well, it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, Sorry, dude. I'm I'm accepting. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, stop being a dick. Did you think that was funny? Well, it wasn't. Okay. Oh, the mandible claw. What? This could be it. No one's gotten out of the mandible claw. Yeah, but his hand is injured. Remember. Yeah, but it's still in his mouth. Yeah, but they're even saying on commentary, we don't know how effective it is. Yeah, we do. Well, I guess he wouldn't, maybe he wouldn't be able to press down if that's what he's doing. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. If I was, if I was mankind, I would just get a ladder. Climb up, cut the cord so that's on Paul Bear's cage, and then have it oh. drop down on Undertaker. And I'd probably win the match. That's a good, that's a good uh, strategy. Oh, Undertaker's at two. Undertaker's not unconscious. Are they, uh, are they killing the mandible claw finish right now? Um, I don't know if they're killing it. I feel like I would keep that do- even with him going after his hand. I think I'd, I feel like I'd keep that dominant. Oh, choke and slam. Why is there like why is there so much string coming out the side? Oh, these pads. You didn't tie it very well. What the hell's up with that? No, they never do, man. 
I love how ni- both of you are just on your phones right now. I'm watching. There goes Undertaker over the top. Mankind I'm trying to fucking coordinate a $60,000 decision. Okay, man, give me a break. Wow, and it's Undertaker and Mankind. We've seen this fucking match well, 432 times. Well, now you got to spill the beans on a $60,000 fucking decision. So, suck nuts. Um, uh, Skippy's just drove by. I might have to pause quick and... Yeah, stream. that'd be more interesting than this bullshit. That ain't right. Cause fuck, fuck the Undertaker's new outfit and his teardrop. Dallas is doing his fucking dishes. Yeah, he had one of his other. Like blue drinks or whatever. First off, I have water. Okay. Secondly, the past couple times I've been drinking fun shit, none of y'all have said nothing, so I don't want to hear it. Because we're sick of it, just like Undertaker and and Mankind. And and third, it's a fucking pink drink. It's not blue. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. But thanks. How dare I? Dude, Mankind just pulled something out of his ween. It is his ween. It might. (laughs) It's detachable. It's a stake of something. It's some kind of weapon. It's a thing that's covered in tape. It actually looks like it's a taped up fork. Okay, the ref saw that. What is it supposed to be a spike? It's a weapon. I, I think it's a taped up fork, so I'm calling it that. He got him in the fork. Scraping the fork on his head. The ref saw that. He's not stopping him at all. No, he's hiding it. See? He just punched him as far as the ref sees. Yeah, I Bubber feel like shaking the I cage. feel like if he's using a shank and he's digging it into Taker's head, he sh- there should be some sort of blood here. Well, we don't do that in the WWF at this time. Well, they should. Uh, Speaking of of mankind, Mick Foley posts on Facebook one day ago. If you are a white supremacist, please unfollow me. Thanks. Yeah. What? That's that's because of the Buffalo shootings. Uh, Undertaker has just won. Colbert is crying up in the cage. Oh, boo-hoo, motherfucker. So now what happens? Paul Bearer's got to be dressed up like his slut? Well, the know, cage dude. is lowering, so it looks like Undertaker's going to get his hands on his former friend. Uh-oh. I, uh, I mean, that match wasn't the, the best match they've had. They had worse, though, too. Oh, yeah, I think so. Oh, here comes the execution. Yeah, I mean, about time. Bad. What the fuck? Fuck, he can't even get in the ring. Why would he wait until after his guy got beat? Well, that's what I mean. Like, what? Gotta give the fans a clean finish, I guess. Why is he the executioner? Because he's going to kill him. Well, and and he was doing it at the Buried Alive thing, remember? I do think it's supposed to be like, just, yeah. He's the executioner. He's the undertaker. He's the mankinder. He's the pallbearer. I mean, it's just like... (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. Look, he chases him off and Undertaker just plays again. Okay, we'll see him fight off this fight again at the next In Your House and then probably again at Royal Rumble. And if I had to guess, another In Your House after that. Probably WrestleMania. Then probably SummerSlam. And then another In Your House before Survivor Series again next year. And then when we're done with that, we'll probably... We'll jump to uh, Royal Rumble before another In Your House and then this WrestleMania. Is, this is all Undertaker and Executioner? No, Mankind and it, everyone. The whole oh, thing. Okay. The whole thing. We're just going to keep going. If it was Undertaker and Executioner and that was the case where there was like seven more pay-per-view matches between now and the they end keep of seven, I don't know what I would do. I don't either. Wow. What a match. He's got to know that's not that was not a good outfit choice. The the shirt was better when the the lights were darker. I didn't think it looked that bad in the dark. <laughs> it was when they turned it on. It's like okay, that shirt isn't great. But I'm glad that the purple and like that. Uh, well, he wasn't really wearing the tie much more, was he? I don't think that was a thing. But no. you know, um, I don't know. I'm, we kind of got, got away from that. Getting a little darker. So, I don't know. I, I think it's a welcome change. Even, like, his hair was done a little differently. He, he dyed it again a little bit darker. He didn't have his bullshit eye makeup, the purple eye makeup. He had the tear thing, but... Well, look, yeah, that was a good match, guys. LaFon and LaFridge are sitting here at the American Online booth. With uh, James Murray and Susan from the library. James Murray. I'm sorry, Murr. Uh, I'm pretty sure that guy back there is Dean Malenko. I could be wrong, though. It's Dean Malenko and Johnny Slinger from ECW fame. (sighs) Oh, Oh, it's Sunny. Speak of jailbirds. Probably the worst outfit she's ever worn. Oh, yeah. Well, like, her gimmick is, like, I'm going to wear an outfit, but I'm just not wearing bras yeah, underneath it, so it still looks fun. Yeah, one kid was being a little touchy-feely there. I tried to, at least. You know, you want me. Yeah, but why is she out here? To show off Grandma's couch. I feel like she's not wearing anything underneath. No, she's not. I'm, Bob, I'm, keep it in your fucking pants, man. Um, on both levels. Look at that guy right behind her. Just he was just staring at her ass. He still it's right. Yeah, it's <laughs> right in front of him. And like his daughter's like right next to him, but he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Yo, dude, you see that ass? Holy fuck! Jim yeah, Ross Jim, is like, don't shake my goddamn hand. You ain't Razor Ramon or Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Where have I they like been lately? Too. By the way, they're about to be in the in the show tonight, so. That's right. Um, is this the first time we're hearing the Sonny's theme? Is that why he's led a nice tune? It's the I know oh, you I, want I me. think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, okay. Here's the team, dude. So King has left commentary. Sonny's joined because King is backstage with Crush, Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, Marlena, and Gold Dust. This is a, one of those Survivor Series teams. Gold Dust was just playing with Helmsley's hair. Yeah. Because it's real and his is fake. Accent 110,000% gone. It's never coming back. And I'm the Intercontinental Champion. And if you don't like that, I got two words for you. Hunter Hurselmsley. There's a hyphen. Mark Henry's hurt. Oh. 
Really? So he's not in the net. So it's four against three. Wait, wait, they didn't replace him? I don't think so. We make a well-oiled machine of destruction. Thanks, Crush. You'll never forget the name of... That's all he had to say. I wonder if Helms is going to try to steal Marlena. Uh, look how he's looking at her. <laughs> so I wonder if Sonny on commentary is going to advertise her OnlyFans page. 50% off sale until 5-17, which is probably the day she got fucking taken away. Yeah. That doesn't look like Crush. I'm sorry. I think it's a double. Yeah, it could be. Well, I wanted to punch a guy in the crowd. That's good. That's what we need more here in wrestling is lawsuits, Jerry. Uh, we need less Jerry Lawler in wrestling. I think we need less Jerry. Well, probably in general, yeah. But I mean, I like uh, I like Memphis Jerry pre like the alleged rapes. Okay, well, it's been a hot minute since uh, that's been the case. Here comes gold dust. He doesn't want to be touched. He's rubbing himself and licking, looking at Crush and Lawler. Do, 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 do. What? Gold dust is a. Did he say gold dust is a two time Intercontinental Champion? Is that what he just said? He's won it one time, right? I thought yeah. so. Because he lost to Ahmed. Or are they counting? Did he, like, lose to Bob Holly or something? Are they counting that? I don't know, man. Well, I think he's... I count it as a one time. I would, sunny, gang, sunny. I would pull Helmsley's ponytail so fucking hard. Well, Hunter Sumsley, as Sonny just noted, does not come out with a woman tonight. Or Mr. Perfect. Or Mr. Perfect. Wow. Didn't you love the tease of Mr. Perfect coming back? And then they were like, nah. I like how when he was coming out, he gave Vladimir a dirty look. And if you really think about it, they still haven't released that Vladimir documentary. So maybe for the past nearly 30 years, he's just constantly giving him a dirty look. Yeah, that's a good point. Mark Marrow. With Sable wearing all red. Sable looking fine. Oh, look at the little animal print. Oh, I thought, wait, Marrow, his hair is a little bit shorter. It's pulled back, but. He's got a little point. It does look like he may have cut it, though. And I think he's doing the test out. Like, do I want to cut it? Because it's definitely shorter. Yes. Nice pyro for the wild true. man. I kind of forgot who Miro's even teaming with. 
I guess we'll, I'll just be surprised when they come out. Okay, here we go. Why did they go there? Oh, the stalker. Barely no more face up. paint. Sick of the face paint. Now I just gotta get rid of the Monopoly fucking mustache. And as Jordan proved my point on, twi on uh, Twitter, he does look like a walrus, and that should have been his gimmick. Absolutely. Who's coming out next? Oh, it's Rocky Maivia, a guy that is making his debut. We've seen him on Raw a couple of times already. That's Blue Chipper right there. Oh, Sonny says Rocky Maivia is looking good. Do you think Rocky Maivia got a little sunny days in his future? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. And that is to keep listening to Icopod. So now Mark Henry is out with the injury, but Jerry Lawler said that he's faking it to get out of the match. Who is going to be the He fourth? is faking it, dude. Who is going to be the fourth man? The returning... Savage. Bam Bam Bigelow. Savage. That would be an interesting choice if it was fucking Bam Bam. Wild Man's cutting a promo. Now, it's funny type. that Austin said Randy Savage, because I believe the rumor on the internet at the time was that Savage was coming back. You don't think I'm dumb enough to come out with only three guys to your four. That's what Meredith said. This wild man has a revelation, and it ain't about Jeebus. I hate Oh, is that Jake? Oh, god damn it. Fuck. God. That sucks. Was he not advertised before? Guess not. Yeah, this Holy makes sense for shit, Jerry Lawler. Dude. Jake looking fat and old as ever. He should put the vest back on. Yeah, he should. I feel like right now I can totally relate to Jake Roberts just from his physical appearance. That's me. The snake ain't the only thing that's overstuffed. If you were to put a Dr. Pepper in his hand right now, that's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Look at him shove the snake in there like it doesn't matter one fucking bit. That's bullshit. Why is, why is the stalker looking like buff Spike Dudley? That's a good question. Christmas Carol. Look at this awful shot of Penn Station. What is what this? They do, what are they doing? It's <laughs> like a fucking. That, that was an oh, awful man. shot. Rocky Maivia ain't taunting anybody. He's just standing in the middle of far away. He's like. Yeah, oh, look at the cotton candy, man. How much do you think the cotton candy cost in 1996? Buck ninety nine. Yeah, I was gonna say two bucks. There's no way they they gotta be charging more than that. Nope. 
guarantee you it's like two bucks. How much is it now? Probably like ten. That's what I was thinking. Like somewhere between five and ten. So it's definitely you like Andy here. How much is it? Fifteen bucks. What? I don't know if it's that worth it, but I mean maybe. I always want it when they come by. I just never. Are you a blue cotton candy or a pink cotton candy? I don't know if I have a true preference, but I if, feel like I usually go blue. Yeah. I was gonna say if you put like a gun to my head and you said you better pick one fucking flavor or color, I guess. Who knows if they're flavored? I'd probably pick blue as well. But I don't know if I really care. I actually really like maple cotton candy. You can get the the uh, fair. You should candy. probably log off since you just said that. Oh yeah! Wow, dude, real sugar from a fucking tree in cotton candy form. Can't like that. No. No, dude. It's blue or pink or fuck off. Those are your choices. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Mark Miro's in. HHH immediately tags out. Yes, he does. Hey, guys, we just passed the hour mark. We're at one hour and 36 seconds. Good. Only three more to go. Three more to go. And on that note... I'm going to go get some more water and some cotton candy. If you really have cotton candy, then that's fine. Yes, I do. Do you really? fucking maple cotton candy. Oh, that's stupid. All right, thank God he's gone. He's in Christmas sweatpants. What a motherfucker. Now the show can really start. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Goldust and Marrow kicking it off. These guys have a storied history, don't they, Bob? They sure do, Austin. I was just trying to think. Like, usually they tie in these guys feuding with each other. I don't know. if Is Crush even feuding with any of these guys? Not at all. Uh, yeah. Same with Stalker. Just a random dude. Well, that's what I... Yeah, he's like just there. And it's Rocky. I mean, who, nobody. He's just, just nothing. Like, yeah. And then obviously Roberts and Lawler. Right. And Helmsley and Merrow. And Merrow and Goldust as well, too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Goldust hasn't changed his attire in a while. I wonder if this is just this the gear he goes with for yeah longer duration. <clears throat> it's definitely better than the uh, like sweatpants gear. Yeah. Oh boy, the fucking stalkers in. I feel like he's gonna turn heel. Stalkers. Yeah. Clothesline to go to. What makes you say that? You just got that look about him. He's just got that look that he's gonna. Yeah, and his name's Stalker. Like that's not really a baby face kind of deal. It it really isn't. And I would have thought that he would come in like stalking the women. That seems like a pretty <laughs> easy uh, gimmick to start off with. Come in and just stalk Sable. It's just so shit that he doesn't even have his own t-shirt to wear for his gear. No, he's just got a WWF one. That sucks. They did just call him Barry Windham, though. They should. I mean, they have, I think even Dallas mentioned that they have mentioned him as just being Barry Windham. Crush in. He's squaring off here with Marrow. 
Uh, I don't know. I want to like this new version of Crush, but I just can't get myself there. I think part of Crush's charm was that he was like a surfer, bruh. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned the surfer, bruh, thing. Because I've been watching some Superstars 92 on Peacock mm. recently. And, like, his vignettes start, I think, after WrestleMania 8. Yeah. And you would think that Crush would be, like, on the beach saying, hello, brother. Right. Crush. No, he's at a fucking junkyard. Like, oh. every vignette with, like, crushed cars. So you would think he's, like, a demolition guy. Oh. But he's not. He's a surfer guy. Oh, wow. So it was a weird, like, translation. Because it's, like, that's not his gimmick. No. So this is weird. Like I crushed the competition just like this, this birdie car is <laughs> crushed up. That's from pretty a, funny. Mon- from Monster Jam. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it was just weird. I could see this crush now doing those vignettes. Yeah. Oh, th- yeah. This one for sure. This version of Crush feels like he would be a bounty hunter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a former criminal, and now I catch criminals. Welcome to Crush the Bounty Hunter. Only <laughs> here on A&E. I'm the Crush. <laughs> crush. I'm gonna get your bond revoked. <laughs> crush. You can't hide from me because I'm Crush. Guys, Rocky Maivia is in. He's about he's got probably the most even skin tone I've ever seen in my life. It's very nice. Gold dust, it looks like he's got new attire on. See now it's funny you say that because when you were gone, we were just saying it hadn't looked like he changed his attire. That's new. And I don't think it's better. It's more plain. I, I think know. I like more plain. Uh Rocky Maivia looks like if you were to color and draw a person and not give them a black outline and all the other people have a black outline, that's what Rocky Maivia looks like. What? I don't know if I get that. Well, unfortunately, I couldn't find this. I couldn't find the cotton candy, but I got one Oreo and one frozen Pop-Tart. You got, as in you just found it on the floor, or like, what do you mean? (laughs) How did you get one frozen (laughs) Pop-Tart? They come in a bag of two. Oh, I got one. Uh, And one Oreo. It was just on his travels. He fucking picked it up. Okay, I gave Kaylee the other Oreo and the other Pop-Tart. We only That's two, bullshit. We had two Oreos left. <laughs> you would. You would have two Oreos left. Uh, <laughs> Hunter sounds like he's getting pummeled by fucking Rocky Maivia right now. They're working fucking training spots. Well, that's that. Yeah, that's his skill level right now, obviously. Jake Roberts, the flurry of Jake. Oh, my God. 
Out He's the, so fat and old, dude. Out of all the guys on that baby, revelation. Pick Jake Roberts through the House of Fire, babies. Baby oh babies. my God, man! Short arm clothesline, vintage Jake the Snake. I can't hear you, and they're they're going nuts for him. No, literally a new hearing aid. <laughs> they actually are going nuts, which is the sad part. It's New York. New York loves Jake. What a bunch of shit. I also love how uh, Mark Merrill is like, I'm not dumb enough to come out here with only three, so I'm going to get Jake Roberts. <laughs> and knock Which, our team down to basically two. To two and a half. <laughs> yeah. It's poor planning, okay? Jerry Lawler and Jake the Snake are on a big four pay-per-view in 1996. Jake Roberts hunching over in the corner does not do him any favors. Oh, now he's mocking him. Oh, you're drunk. Oh, my God. I hate both of these motherfuckers. You know, during this few... Oh, he's going to hit him with the DDT. There it is. Oh! If I during this feud with Jake and Lawler, with Lawler saying he was drunk, if I was Jake on one of the Raws, I would have came out with like a handful of like seventh graders and be like, "Hey, Jake, these girls look familiar," and he'd be like, "No," and he's like, "They're all your ex girlfriends." Uh. He'd be like, what? How did you find them? Joke's on you because they're too old, Jake. <laughs> well, let's just kick Jake Roberts in the ass, and now Jake Roberts is, like, dead fishing them. He's, like, not moving. Yeah, there's been some interesting sell jobs here. Lawler's selling that DDT. Yeah, that was bullshit, the way he sold that It was DDT. like he didn't want to do it. Yeah. He was giving him the fucking Devon Dudley. <laughs> yeah. Devon, Devon would like, you know, get scoop slammed and do like the shaky wiggly legs, and then he'd like land on a ladder and do the same cell. Like, yeah. Which one was? Yeah. I never understood like the after you take a big move, your body shakes. And you're like, like well, wouldn't you just be knocked the fuck out cold? Yeah. Yeah, but like maybe you can't control your muscles if you're in so much pain. But no, that's bullshit though. Because that, so that would never work. that would never happen to me. Like if they were like, "Hey, Bob, we're gonna shove you off a ladder, and like you're gonna go through a table on the floor," I'd go, "Go fuck yourself. I don't get paid enough for that." <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Sasha. <laughs> that shit's so stupid. The I only whole, know about it because Twitter is blowing the fuck I up. I know. Yeah. yeah, dude. The re, so the whole thing is like, okay, so we're fighting, you know, Asuka. The, I think it was like singles matches. They're going to fight Asuka. And one of them would fight Asuka, one of them would fight uh, Becky. And they would both lose. And then they were like, well, why would we do that? We're the tag team champions. Well, then they wanted them to like fight each other or something. And they were like, this is stupid. Yeah. But here's the thing, okay? 
you're getting paid probably pretty good. Right? You would think. Just fucking do what they're telling you to do. Who cares? If you're paying me, let's say you're paying me half a million dollars. And they're like, Bob, we need you to walk out with a diaper and you're going to get pinned by Hornswoggle. I'd be like, sign me up, dude. Let's go. I don't give a fuck. I'm getting paid $400,000 a year. It's fucking not real. Uh, by the way, Stalker just got eliminated after Crush did a heart punch to his back. From on the apron. Well, that's just extra devastating. When you yeah. get a heart punch from the back, you're fucked. He's done. Yeah. That was a shitty clothesline by Goldust. They just kind of fell together. These Survivor Series matches have not been good. Are they ever, though? Like, really? Well, this time we had some hope because the guys in it weren't absolute shit. Well, fair. But I, you I know what? Know, for man. me, for me, I, I find myself like not getting distracted watching it. In, in what way? What do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I could have not watched Jake Roberts do a House of Fire. <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> I feel like normally I would like not want to watch that. Yeah. And I think I mean I like I mean I like Helmsley. Merrill's usually good. Goldust is like fun to watch. So, I mean the guys kind of involved are like some of your better in ring guys, especially now that uh, Lawler's gone. And as soon as I said that crush under, I mean he's not one of your better in ring guys, but you know. yeah, well here he is. Oh great, fucking there Mero. goes Miro. I think he's tapping out, dude. Yeah, he is. He's done. It's just Who matter. do you think the last two are going to be? Uh, I'm going to say Rocky and Helmsley, and Rocky's going to pin him, and that's going to be the new ice. Oh. I was going to just say uh, Miro and Helmsley because that's, like, the thing, but, no, I think you're on I think Rocky's. There. I think Rocky's going to be in there. I think he's going to – he'll be part of the Soul Survivors. No, nah, I think you're right about that, actually. This just seems like the perfect opportunity to shove a new guy down our throats. Right, and they already are like, his grandfather, and this and that, and this and that, and this and that. So, yeah. Clothesline. That was a better clothesline by Goldust to Merrill. He's got horrible taste. Look outside on the ring. Crush. Oh, backbreaker. I like Sable's reaction of like, ooh, that's got to hurt as I just stand here biting my nail. (laughs) My My husband doing all the work. Jake Roberts trying to get us hype right now. We're not. Yeah, it's working out really good. Oh, boy. I thought he was his favorite maneuver. The abdominal stretch. Is is Jake Roberts trying to tell Sable to slam the mat? Because he just dropped down and, like, 
started slamming it real hard next to her. Trying to get her to do it, like, with him? Yeah, and now he's pacing around. Is he going through, like, a withdrawal or something? <laughs> what is he doing? I think he's tapping out. I feel dude. like he's going to DDT Sable on the floor. <laughs> like, no way. That would be a great heel turn. If Jake Roberts just DDT'd Sable. And then he'd be like, and then he'd be like, I'm the real wild man. (laughs) Unpredictable Jake Roberts. Royal Rumble, Mark Merrill versus Jake Roberts. I'm the real wild man, he fucking says. (laughs) I'm the animal. I'm the snake. That's beautiful. Guys, I'm pretty bored. I can tell your phone is literally right to your face. Yeah. Good thing we have a lot of time left. <laughs> I'm pretty fucking bored here. Over the hip. Arrow with a hip toss coming off the road. Oh, ducks the clothesline. Comes back. Sunset flip. Helmsley trying to get the tag. And- Whoa. Oh my god! Collapsed to the ground. I'd have to call Kaylee. Hey, you might want to check up on Dallas because I think he just collapsed. Goldust is like, put your boot up. (laughs) He's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, that was it. Tagging the fuck back out. Tilt the war. Head scissors by Mero. Humsey's like, I can't wait to go ride horses later in these pants. Let's go. I'm going to ride my horse. Its name is Stephanie. Hey. Not that one yet. That's just the name of his actual horse. Oh, okay. And then it ends up being, and that's kind of weird. How is there still three guys on each team? This match has been going on for so long. This is going, this feels way longer than the tag one. Has there been anyone worse on commentary than fucking Sonny? I haven't. Glad I ain't listening. Go ahead, guys. Good job, guys. Go and get him. Hey, how about a time check here, you fucks? Sure. We're at one hour, 18 minutes, nine seconds, and Helmsley's eliminated by Miro. Really? Do we still have an hour and a half left of this shit? Yeah. Couldn't think of a better way to spend my Wednesday fucking night. Ooh, peek behind the curtain, guys. You guys know we report on Mondays. And Austin has spilled the beans. I'm surprised that I thought that Rocky would be pinning fucking Helms. Miro, slingshot. Oh, oh fuck. He was, I think he almost laid on his head. Oh, man. Right now, Crush is going to eliminate fucking... Put him back in, bro. So what is... Is this... Is it three on two? Yeah. 
It sure is, Bob. That's a hell of a way to be able to count. It is, isn't it? Oh, dead. You got eliminated. What? See ya. You got eliminated by dr- fucking hitting his head? You never what? know what can happen at the Survivor Series. Jake Roberts is about to be the man. Dude. Short on clothesline, but Crush ducked that. Comes back with a punch. Jake is... Uh, that's not a punch. That's a heart punch. And let me tell you, if cocaine can't stop his heart, why would that? And, oh my God, it did. Please be it. Yes. Goodbye, motherfucker. It's just Rocky now. And Rocky just realized, oh, fuck. It's just me against Goldust and Michael Crush. Jeffrey Thompson's in the ring. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Is it the hair? I don't know. I think, dude. <laughs> Wait, Goldust is leaving. I, I do love the hair here. Fucking pineapple willy motherfucker. He wants to test his strength. Yeah, put your hand up here, bro. Oh, Kogan, show me this. Who plays Crush on Young Rock? Someone's got to play Crush. Danny Trejo. (laughs) (laughs) No, Danny Masterson. Oh. I feel like fucking Wilmer Valderrama should have been Rocky on that show. Probably. The guy who plays The Rock actually looks pretty damn good. Yeah, that's true. I I don't watch that fucking show. Neither do I, I watched like three episodes and then I, I mean I'll probably go back and watch it again, but it I was don't only, watch it. It was only like the sad part where uh Rocky Johnson was wrestling like at a flea market in front yeah. of like 14 people. Oh. That's not fun. Crush kicked out before one. <laughs> Crush and Rocky train right hands. I do like the white boots. I'm not even gonna bullshit you. Yeah, I mean he's well. Here's the thing: Rocky's got to go. He just got nut shot by Golda. That should be a DQ, but it's whatever. He um, there's no doubt Rocky has a good look. Like he's got a good baby face look. Oh yeah. <laughs> Chris Storm patterned himself off him so fucking much. Holy shit. Off Rocky or Crush? Rocky. Cross body to crush. Crush hit a heart punch on Goldust, and that killed his partner. He, Rocky hit a cross one body. To one. Rid of crush. Oh, he pinned him? Yeah, on a running cross body. That looked like a two count to me. Interesting that they're doing Rocky and Goldust. Oh, oh he's got him over the shoulder. How does, how does Jim Ross know it's going to be a shoulder breaker? And he hits. Oh. One, two. He just pinned Goldust clean in the middle. Oh my God. What? I feel like I would have just done Helmsley. I feel like I would have just done Mark Merrill. No, I mean I I mean I understand why they would do Rocky, and I think that's fine. But I would have just done Rocky pinning Helmsley. I feel like Goldust doesn't have the steam to really make this. No, it doesn't. But the sole survivor part is the the big thing here. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true, too. 
I feel like too, like the crowd popped for the win, and then they realized, oh, it's this guy we don't know. So it fizzled out pretty quick. Rocky. Okay, Rocky. next up. Is the next match Brett and Steve? Then you got my attention, baby. That's the case. I got to pee and get water. You better just go now before it is. Well, I got to make sure it's the match. I don't want... Like, you ain't going to miss nothing else better than that, so... That's true. Dude, you don't know. Well... That's a good point. Okay, yeah, there's a video package. It's got to be. It's coming up. That's right. Video package. Brett Hitman chart. Nothing fun if I am the best there was, and I am the best there ever will be. And, yeah, okay, he went to Brian Pillman's home, but uh, Brett Hitman Hart 427 said, I just ate your hot dog. (laughs) What? I just ate your hot dog. Why is it Brett Hart 427? First number I thought of. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, shell, yeah. That's right, cracking open the clam juice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, This match should be pretty good, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I haven't seen this one in a while. In flashbacks of Pillman getting his ankle shattered by Steve Austin. Yeah, he fucked him up pretty good. Pillmanized him. Boom. Right in the rebox. <laughs> right. Lots of stunner clips. Nobody knows how to take it. There's a couple of those that you could tell were better than the rest, but... Nobody counts me down. If you put the acid for the hitman, you got my exact opinion of Bret Hart. That's fucking rude, dude. That's like a classic line. Steve Austin has been on an absolute fucking rampage, so... Steve Austin is one of, like, the crazier things I feel like we've seen since I've joined the podcast because dude went from nothing to, like, the, I mean, the video package they even just showed there, it's like, wow, he uh, he stands out quite a bit from the rest. Yeah. And it feels like it's happened fairly quick. We're going to pre-match interview here with Steve Austin backstage, Todd Pettengill, asking him about uh, his... Upcoming match against Bret Hart. Well, and I feel like it's one of the quicker right, like probably the quickest rise to super. I guess that, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I mean by it. Cliches are cliches. So he's basically saying you can have as many nicknames as you want. I'm still going to beat the shit out of you. Oh, hell yeah. I like that. Damn. 
I'm interested to see the kind of crowd reaction he gets at the Garden. Wow. Jim Here Ross is mentioning his history of the sports horror in Dallas. Wow. I'm excited to see a Brett match. I feel like it's been forever. I am too, and I'll tell you right now, this this entrance may seem pretty basic, but it's like a fucking mega heel entrance heel. Like this guy's like hated. Stone Cold has the opportunity to uh, get an upset victory against Bret Hart. And now we're talking to Bret Hart. Oh, this is the good outfit, Bret Hart. Oh, you like the like little orange on the outside? I do. Yeah. And I really like that Bret's always wore shirts that purposefully show his nipples hard to look man they're never covered never where i stand we're all gonna find out right now i'm not greedy for money i'm greedy for respect or greedy for money next year oh yeah Brett's tan is out of control here. Well, he's been out for a while. Dude's been tanning on the beach. Ain't nothing better to do. Where the fuck is he getting a tan in Canada, dude? Beach. Remember, we saw him on the cruise ship and stuff. So, I mean, he's he's getting it. He's filming Lonesome Dove. That's right. Yeah, that bootleg Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. The little lights moving in the thing. Probably bought that at the parking lot from Earl. (laughs) These are the lights. Here he comes. Brad is the man. I'm just, I'm sorry. Like, that's your star. Oh, uh, without doubt. <clears throat> bester was, bester is, bester ever will be. And I think it was smart on him to go away after Mania, just allow Shawn Michaels to kind of. I agree. Come across as the number two, or the clear number two. Because that just skyrockets his value. Which would then kind of explain what happens later on in 97. It's like, okay, or here too. It's like, okay, we'll give you a shit ton of money. Right. Excuse me. I don't know. I think a lot of people knocked Red Hart for, you know, it being real for him. But in a way, I feel like that's why his shit is so timeless. Is because, like, he believes it. Oh, yeah. Right. 
almost to a fault, really. That's what I mean. Is it a re- is it really to a fault though? At this point, he's one of those guys where you can go back and it's like, yeah, he was legit. It seems like his style just ages well, no matter the era. Right. Wait a second. Wonder if this match goes on to face the winner of the. Okay, so winner of this match faces Shawn Michaels or Sid. At the next pay-per-view. <laughs> I don't think they said that, but... I would assume, right? That's you'd assume, you'd assume, but they, they didn't quite say that. Oh, wait! There it is. December 15th, so yeah, West Coast. Oh, there, there you go. You just can't make assumptions in wrestling, Bob. Here you are, this stay Oh, now, home. here's the thing. I don't think... Okay, so you're number one contender for world title. I feel like Steve Austin wouldn't win this, then. Oh, dude. And they censored the middle fingers. I'm going to tell you this right now. I think Brett and Stone Cold is on the level of like a Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. Where no matter when they fight, no matter really what the storyline is, you're going to get very good chemistry. I I agree with that assessment. We've locked up. And really, I mean, obviously those two matches are two completely different styles. So with Eddie and Ray, you're going to get your high-flying stuff, and this is going to be your good technical brawl. Right. I guess I'd even say maybe Sean and Taker. Because anytime they fight it's usually pretty good uh that's probably well yeah that's probably that's a pretty yeah yeah because even like hell in a cell and stuff is memorable oh sure well and i think a more like modern thing even though this the modern one i'm about to mention to a point got comical but like your kevin steen kevin owens against al generico Sami Zayn. yeah maybe those men those well, got, it got comical for poor reasons, but... Right. This is the last time they're going to fight. And then three weeks later, guess what? Here tonight, it's Kevin Owens. You can say it. Same thing. But, yeah. I definitely agree with your assessment about comparing it to Ray and... That just jumps off my mind because, honestly, to this day, I still think the Halloween Havoc match is my favorite. Um, oh, yeah, dude, that's an all-timer. And arguably, Brett, Steve Austin at WrestleMania is a, probably a second. Spoilers. We didn't say which one. 18. WrestleMania <laughs> 18. Uh, yes, Brett, he got a personal trainer to help him. Predictable uh, slow start here. It'd be cool to have a signed pair of Bret Hart tights. That'd be pretty cool. You know what? The next time that Brett comes to Syracuse, I'm getting that jersey signed. Ooh. What if he just doesn't? Even if, oh, give me. 
Even if it's a, just a replica jersey. Mister, I don't meet wrestlers, motherfucker. No, he'll make me do it. No, I. If I've he wouldn't Brett. have met Bret Hart, dude, that would have been such bullshit. I've met Bret. Bob you know, wasn't going to his friend. Him? Didn't your friend like make you go with him? Yeah. You would have regretted that. Yeah, listen, I mean, I think for me, they got to probably just be retired. It's a weird thing for me, man, because, you know, when I meet somebody and they're, they kind of, it ruins the whole larger-than-life bullshit. Oh, I do understand that. I, like, get it, but, like, oh, it's, that doesn't happen to me. Like, if I were to, like, if I, at, like, 2CW, if I had met, I don't, I don't know, fucking Johnny Gargano. Right. I'd be like, okay, that's just, that's just Johnny to me now. <laughs> it's like, whatever. I would rather not meet these guys, because when I see them on TV, oh, yeah, like, but oh, this guy's not real. Yeah, but you already suspend your belief watching wrestling anyway, so that, I feel like that's why, to me, it doesn't like really matter. No, I do. I get what Bob's saying. It'd be, like, meet, like, it'd be like meeting a, a, like a, an actor. I wouldn't want to meet that's, a, like Bruce That's cool, too. No, I don't want to meet him because it's like, oh, I know Bruce. I've met him. No, man, he's the guy from Die Hard that goes in a car and fucking rolls over 18 times. Like, that's not supposed to happen. Well, and my thing is, is like, maybe that's why I've become so jaded is because, like, I've met a bunch of guys and it's, I just know that they're just a bunch of guys. That's that's what I'm yeah. saying. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel the same, I guess. To where is, like, when I watch this shit, a, I haven't met most of them. B, most of them have since long passed away. <laughs> right, right. So saying. it's like they kind of are frozen in that time where it's like they do feel like big stars. Right. They don't feel just like a dude that you could watch on Twitch playing his fucking favorite video game. Well, and that's I was just going to say, like, that's another reason why like, I hate social media. It's because, like, Adam Cole, for instance, he's like, I'm playing Zelda tonight. Come hang out with me. It's like, dude, you just fucking killed a guy with a steel chair last night. Now I'm watching you goof around, play video games. I think you should have zero access to pro wrestlers online. I, I'm old. I think I'm old school enough. I was gonna say, I think I think it's a little bit of old school way to look at it. But, but I would agree with that. I don't know. If I was a promoter, if I was Vince McMahon, I'd be like, guys, no Twitter. Nope. No, dude, it's yeah. like promotion. Uh, no. Well, I think it's okay if the company promotes you, but I don't think right. it should be like, or when they do the Jordan Grace, aka fucking real name or whatever, or like their handle is their real name, or it's like, dude, are you just setting up for when you inevitably leave whatever company you're with? Like, what I, do you? Yeah. Think? I mean, I think in a way, kind of. I do think that. That example is an interesting one because, like, her and like Ethan Page kind of got like weird about it. But well, because if you go to a company where they own the that name, all right, you don't want to be dependent on that, right? Yeah, but then it's like, what's the point of being called that on TV? Well, because then like you can't, you can't like on the indie like so like Zach Ryder, Matt Cardona. The thing, what he was smart with, like, when they, they started that podcast, he was Matt Cardona. So it was yeah. already kind of, like, there. 
to go. It was normal. It was already normalizing. Normalizing right. it uh, instead of him like having to be like formally known as Zack Ryder. Right. So it was already there. Steve Austin's kicking the shit out of Bret Hart on the apron, and now he got back in the ring. Bret Hart is paying the toll. Catapulted to the bottom. Break it up, break it up, break it up, break it up. I got two five, referee. Okay, guys, we are at one hour, 40 minutes. There's a tough man contest on Raw tomorrow. Stone Cold versus someone who I forgot their name. I missed it. Wasn't it Vader? Vader. Brett is getting worked on here. Let's go, Steve. Hell yeah. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold says so. I think that Steve is just pissed off because Brett has hair and he lost his. That could be it. Ooh. I used to be stunning. And I shaved my head. I do like that they roll the stone cold stunner into that, though. Yeah. It's a nice little homage. Keeping Brett on the mat with his side or a sleeper, really, I guess, a headlock. Reverse chin lock. For a guy that said he was going to kick his, kick Brett's heart's ass and be pretty much a maniac, he's been pretty basic with it. Yeah, that's a good point. He's beating Brett at his own game, dude. At least it's not an hour-long Iron Man match. Bob would be fucking pissed. Oh, I'd be so mad. I'd be quite upset. You're absolutely Bob likes when there's 16 falls in an Iron Man match. I'm right, man. Let's not talk about that again. That match had a hammer lock for about 17 straight minutes. We we almost ended Icopod that day. (laughs) They don't make them like they used to. That's all I can say. (laughs) No, you know what's even worse than those matches is when I would watch, like, old MSG matches. Uh, MSG shows, <clears throat> and it'd be like the Hart Foundation against the Rougeau brothers in a 60-minute marathon match, and Jacques <laughs> Rougeau would fucking stall Holy. for about 37 minutes, and I'd be like, oh my god. It's brutal. I think you like it. No, they're bad. Or even like an eight-minute Bushwhacker match. That's worse than a 60-minute Iron Man match. Just from a time perspective. I don't know. Some of the house shows that we've gone through on this show could really probably kill somebody. <laughs> wow. I don't know, man. There are some, like, 1988 WWF house shows that are just, like, pretty much torture. Because, like, at least we don't have to watch the house shows that we... That's true. Thank God. Atomic drop by Brett. Off the ropes. Clothesline. Down goes Stone Cold. He's working back. 
He's getting some momentum here. Oh, okay. Punched him in the stomach. I thought he was going for a side rush, but he went for a roll-up, and then we got... There we go. Side rush, and boom. Got it. Dead. One, two. Yeah. You know, I've noticed, too, when, when Brett starts kind of gasping for air, it just looks like he's constantly dry heaving. <laughs> oh, chest first into the corner. Going for a bulldog, but Stone Cold said, nah, -uh, not today. <laughs> we need a uh, broken skull session with Bret Hart. Didn't they do one? Oh. I feel like I'm almost positive they did. They might have. I, I remember seeing one with, or they just released one with uh, Cody, right? Yeah, I haven't watched those in so long. I don't really have any interest in listening to Cody talk. I, I've heard enough. Well, once they stopped doing, like, just Legends, I was like, meh. I don't think Cody is a big star. I know we've talked about it before, but I just don't think he is. They had a countdown, apparently, on, like, Raw. It was, like, an hour and 20 minutes till Cody. Oh, my gosh. I was like, are we serious? Oh, look at that, bro. Countering and doing uh, Stone Cold a front suplex. Now Brett's on the top. I wonder what he's gonna do. Forearm. Forearm. Bret Hart with a big move. That's <laughs> right, Jim Ross. <laughs> How nondescript. You did a thing off the top rope. What an impactful maneuver. Oh, what's this backbreaker? And no, no, wow, awesome with the eye rake. No, he's definitely going for a backbreaker, but it's not a fucking side slam. Get out of here. Oh. Out to the floor with Bret Hart. What side is the announce table on? Because I feel like it's not where it normally is. Uh, it's on the right side. So when we get the hard cam, it should be to the right. So it's right behind us or in this view? No, no, that's the stage. So, it's... so that would be to the left. So it would be on the other side. Oh, maybe that's what's throwing me off. That was the shittiest break, like count-out break ever. He didn't even get in. He got in there. No. Oh, Brett goes back first into the uh, ring post. Yeah, you just have to get your body in there, and then you can just pop back out. What are you talking about? I got carrot cake downstairs, and I'm dying to have some. Get a piece. Go get Well, no, this is a good I match. I'm going get, during this match. Yeah, get some after the match. I mean, it's not as good as a one frozen Pop-Tart, but. Dude. I had two pieces of Dergiorno pizza during this month. I had Red Baron. Red Baron's not bad. It's not great. It's, it's not, not great, great, but it's, it's not, not bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, no the barricade thing. has been split here. Yeah, he went to clothesline him over, and instead it just opened.
You can definitely tell in that group oh, of shit. people who's drunk and who's not. Is fucking Austin just tipped over the guard railing at the ringside area? Wow. So yeah, this type of this type of stuff makes it feel like a fight. Right. Good. As it should, yeah. Now, don't forget about this match, boys, when in a couple of minutes we're going to be watching Sid Shawn Michaels. Because I'm very interested to see how those two compare to each other. Oh, don't worry. We still have at least one more Survivor Series match before that. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think that it's not even going to come close to this. I am curious how how the fans are going to react to it. I think the fans will act. I think they'll respond respond well to. Uh, damn it! Right into Hugo. He's like, oh. Wait, no, Steel. see. Oh, Hugo's underneath us. Steve Austin's pummeling. Hugo's Wait, right. so the stage is right in front of us here. So they're not in the normal. So they're not in the normal spot. They're on the same side as the hard camera is, where it's located, not where it's shooting. Right. right. Weird. What are you talking about? Usually well, it's on. Uh, usually it's on the opposite side. Oh, it's the, the left. It's the left. No, usually it's when you come down the ramp. The announce table is directly across behind the ring, and here it's over to the side. What? I always felt like it was always to the. No, left. look. There's the entrance right there. The uh, the commentators' tables are never right on this side of the ring. That's what I'm saying. It's usually to the left. Right? No, it's usually like usually the hard cam is on more, like this side of the ring. The announce table is almost always across from the entrance stage. Oh, Directly you're across. That, you're saying from that. Yeah, side. Yeah. So this, you're talking about the stage, like this, the fucking entrance is different. Yes. Right. Yeah, usually you don't see the entrance during the entire match. Right. So the hard cam's in a different place and the tables are. It's just throwing me off, man. My perspective of this of the show, this angle. Well, I always used to hate because <clears throat> you know when you usually watch the show, the entrance is like to the left. Like they're coming to the left of your screen. Right. Yeah. But then there's sometimes, like on nitros and some Rosra, they'd be coming from the right side. And it's like, what the fuck? Why are you coming from that side? Yeah, and they like mix it up on you. Yeah, not a fan. Brett has to realize this is not 1991. It's not even 94 when he beat Yokozuna. I feel like they're trying to age Brett with that or something. Like, why are they mentioning this shit? Yeah, it's kind of They're trying to make him see... They're trying to make him seem like the old guy here. That's clearly what their attempt is. Yeah, I don't like that. I think that's bullshit. I will say, I think Steve Austin's kind of been, what, 70-30 here? Maybe 65? Yeah. It's definitely been more Steve. 
There's no doubt about that. Oh, got some over the middle rope. That's right, baby. He did. That's right. Pulls him to the middle of the ring. Flips him over. Goes for that cover. One, One two. two. Oh. His body's ravaged with pain. He's been. Sent into the ring post, guard railings. He's been thrown into Hugo, which might have been the most devastating part of this. Right. It's a really, really great point, actually. Steve Austin has been studying his IRS tapes as he's got that dominant stretch on. He's using the ropes. Tim White, he's not going to notice it. Of course not. Nothing's happening. Are you sure? Are you you, you using those ropes? And say, no. I say, okay, I believe you. Go back to Brett. Go back to grab the ropes. There you go, Steve. And then why is he going to be like, hey, knock it off, Steve. What are you doing? Why? Two, three, four. And that's right. I got till five. Tell him. Oh, he shoved him. That should be disqualification. End of the match. All right. Yeah, you're right. Back off. I'm waiting for the turning point in this match, man. There's got to be that moment where the intensity just starts going off the chart. We need Brett. Here we go. We're pumping up. Right now, here, we're trading right hands. We need the hitman. Brett's winning the exchange. I don't know if I was expecting that. Oh, he drops him. Uh Oh, Steve's begging off. Sends him into the ropes. Counter Irish. A counter again. Oh, stun gun. Brett just stun gun Steve Austin. He's been watching WCW Saturday night. I fucking knew it. I knew Brett was watching fucking that TV title run that Steve Steve Austin had. I knew it. You're damn right, buddy. Wait, cradle. Count one. Oh, kick out at two, Baba. That was a close call, my friends. You're damn right, buddy. I'm gonna look at that again. Another replay there. Oh, Brett going for a pile driver. This is banned. Bam, spikes him. One, two. Steve kicks out at two. How do you like the athleticism of these guys right over here? Both laid out. Steve is holding his neck. At least one heart guy knows how to do a pile driver correctly. The Donaldson. Backbreaker. Is he going to go to the middle rope? I don't know. He's only been doing that for about 10 years. Boy, he's going to the top rope. Yeah, how do you like Steve, that one? Steve stopped him. We crotched him. Damn it! Oh my nuts! His Canadian sausage is bruised tonight. His Canadian sausage. Right. Chopping away. That. He's Steve is pissed. He's coming up there and yeah. wails him a couple coming. more times. 
You're damn right. Oh, the crowd is definitely responding well to Steve and his fucking no nonsense intensity. Well, you got to think part of the crowd is Frankensteiner. He's going to go for a Frankensteiner. He's been watching Ray Jr. on Nitro. No, he's going for a superplex. Eddie hits it. Part of the crowd has to feel like, listen, Steve's been here putting the time in and Brett is just trying to walk back in. Brett almost got him right there. That's a good point. It's a really good point. So I'm sure there's a good portion of that audience that says, no, fuck Brett. We want Stone Cold to win. Because, you mean, Brett did kind of go Hollywood. Right. That's a very good point. He took his ball and went home after WrestleMania. Right. Oh, stunner. Oh, shit. Is that it? Brett sold it like it broke his fucking jaw off. And I think that's a great way to sell it. Yeah. But he kicked out. Because everybody else will do like the flip and the flop. He just is like, no, I just broke my face. Another kick out. Another kick out. Just pick him up and hit another stunner. What are we doing? Get up, get up, get up. Now, anybody who's played a wrestling game before knows every time Brett kicks out, his momentum bar is going up. No, that's a good point. Yeah. See, what I would be doing is I would be hitting my taunt button a whole bunch. That way I would oh, just get my dude. finisher again. Absolutely. You'll be taunting before you're done with the taunt. You're doing another <laughs> You're doing time. it again. And then you do it too many times that you're stuck doing it, and then the computer gets up and fucking destroys you. That's fucked. Texas Clo- Cloverleaf here by Steve Austin. He's pulling out some moves that I don't think he's really done uh, ever. Can Brett reach the bottom rope? He is struggling. He is begging to reach that bottom rope. This move hurts. And he's got it. Come on, ref. Break the freaking hole. There you go. Jeez. Just a straight stomp to the head. Why not? Jeez. And you saw that Goldberg was reckless with his boots. Man, that guy, he just kicked him in the head like three times. Body punches in the corner. Oh! Rest in peace, baby. Steve just sends Brett into the corner, and then Brett like dropped down and went rib first into the ring post. Fucking bent around it. Yeah, that did not look good. That doesn't feel good on your fucking kidneys, I would imagine. Well, it's almost like the camera guy wasn't ready either because he got like kicked with Brett's boot. Yeah. Barely a kick out. Yeah, he did almost get clipped. Bow and arrow stretch here. What the fuck? Tell you, Steve is like he's desperate to win this match. It looks like. Uh oh, Brett, break it out of that. He's going for a sharpshooter. Kick him away, Steve. Oh, Steve, kick him away. Mm-hmm. Steve. Oh, oh, oh! He got the ropes. He got the ropes. We're good. We're good. 
That's right. Break the hold. Nope. Brett's on top of him. He's pummeling away. Come on, ref. He's got the robes. Brett kind of being a jerk. He's got this leaper. Oh, Backs him in the corner. Trying to get out of it. And again. Oh, is that another? That was more of a job mm-hmm. leader, I guess. Yeah, pretty yeah. Much done. Yeah, I was, I was wondering the same thing, but yeah. Well, Steve's punching himself in the face, slapping himself, trying to wake Pulling up. Pulling a mankind here. And Shamrock, too. I would have put this shit on last. I'll be honest with you. See, I don't know if you could do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. How, who's gonna follow this? Fucking the the next Survivor Series man. Oh, yeah, here we go. Million Dollar point. Dream. Look at that. Shout out to Ted DiBiase. He didn't forget where he came from. No, he did not. Brett kicks off the turnbuckle. Float floats over. And he and he pins Steve Austin. Wow. Bret Hart has won the match, pulling out the WrestleMania 8 against Roddy Piper finish. His return match since frickin' WrestleMania. He's the number one contender now. Holy shit. He fights either Sid or Sean next month in your house. Steve does not look happy in the corner. No. I talked all that shit and I lost to a fucking roll-up. I would say Steve Austin is officially a main eventer. I think that's I think that's an accurate statement. I mean, yeah, he certainly proved himself there, didn't he? Absolutely. That's exactly what I think he needed. That was the last little bit that he needed to, in my mind, confirm that. That might have been my favorite pay-per-view match so far. Yeah. I think it's pretty, it's up like, there for sure. I, yeah, I like I like there. I like Diesel and Sean at that <clears throat> good friends, better enemies, but that was a step. So they could get away with doing some hardcore shit. This was like an intense brawl. This and felt like, like a WrestleMania match. I yeah, and it, and they're and like you're pull, they're pulling out moves that they don't normally do. Steve, when was the last time Steve Austin did a fucking Texas Cloverleaf? Right. Yeah. I just like the whole vibe of that match. He said Austin almost pinned himself. Well, if Steve lets go of the hold, Sabu fears Taz. He probably could just kick out. Sabu Fear says, you gotta love that. Oh, oh my god. god, that fucking gold does. <laughs> Did you see Brett look at it for a minute and like what the fuck? What the hell? Whoa. I, I thought it was that, actually gold dust. I think that girl in the pink just told him her hotel room number. Why is that sign blurred out? Congratulations. WWF. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's hard to solve the WWF.
why is that blurred out? But then you got the WWF logo that's not scratched out. Because that's the logo, and yeah, we know it's WWF, but I think spelled out like that, they probably don't want to do that. But that is weird. I don't. I'm. I'm just like that. Maybe it's just something that they didn't unblur, you know, or something stupid right, like yeah. that. I mean, it's a minor thing. But now it's like on the camera the entire time. Well, yeah. Whatever. No, it's the same. Oh, I guess no, it does. No, I thought so for a second too. No, you're right. It does. It does say WWF. Listen, All I totally it. disagree with that. And the way that Jr.'s head's blocking it, it is unblurred. This is what I'm saying. There's Sid with his freaking hat again. Sid, it's tonight the night you finally just snap. Shut What's up, my time track, guys. Uh, we are at two hours, four minutes, and 20 seconds. So, so we have r- about 50 about, minutes. That match took up a good, good chunk there. A half hour. I know one the better man. Probably more than that. Probably like 35 minutes if you include entrances and everything. I'm going to be the WMG. Can we restart? No, we're live. Okay. We're live, pal. Why is, is he wearing a yarmulke? Is that scar on his stomach from Arn? Mm, maybe. Could have been. Uh, oh, Captain Lou, he uh, wandered his way in from the streets, and he is now here at the garden. From the streets. Listen, if Jake Roberts can get booked, Captain Lou can get fucking booked. Fair. You're absolutely not wrong. Oh, yeah, Captain Louie just faked out Vince on a handshake. I would do the same thing. Why is that one kid super excited to slap Louie's hand? Oh. What is this? Oh, shit. You guys... What the Wait fuck? A second. Wait a That's second. PG-13. We are the nation. What the fuck? What the hell, Farouk? This is when they start that? What in the world? JC Ice and Wolfie D, PG-13, are rapping the Nation of Domination theme song. Well, I guess their song. What is going on? Clarence Mason's coming out with Farouk, and there's two other guys behind him. Of domination. Well, well, no, you, guys, you guys aren't listening with audio, but they immediately the song played, and I was like, "What?" Well, I do have my my audio up a little bit. Oh, okay. But I, uh, you gotta say that this is a this is a lot better than him being like a gladiator guy, right? I mean, look wise. Yeah, look wise, absolutely. This is such a departure from what he was doing, though. And it comes out of nowhere. There's no, like, vignette or tease or anything. It's just like, oh, hey, he's part of the nation domination now. 
or he's formed a nation of domination. And good thing he just had that cool, like, I guess we'll say a reintroduction, even though he didn't leave. But and then we got this bullshit. Hey, Scott Hall's coming out next. Mm. You got hey, yo. out, you got Farouk coming out being all cool, and you got a fucking Scott Hall wannabe coming out next. I think they should have done this with everybody who left. No, so okay. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was thinking earlier today. I was like, what if the WWF just went full? We're going to make our own versions of every single WCW star. And one I of the things, should. one of the things I was thinking about was like, who could have been their Diamond Dallas page? And they could have just brought back Blake Beverly and he could have been a <laughs> fake Diamond Dallas page. <laughs> I think it would have been perfect. And you can bring back Bo Beverly. Yeah. And, and he could have been their Hulk Hogan. Hulk Bogan? Yeah. And then get Repo Man back, and he could be Randy Savage. Here comes fucking Diesel. Kevin Nash making his way out. Could you imagine this guy coming out, Madison Square Garden sold out, over 18,000 people, and he's pretending to be somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. He's got he's to love it. I'd rather be a dentist. Here I am. In my Halloween costume, guys. It's me, Diesel. <laughs> my Halloween costume. <laughs> I know. Ooh, a- Diesel didn't get Pyro. No Pyro, dude. Uh-oh. Wow. So he just said, dude, where's my Pyro? He just said, where was my pyro? <laughs> he was just asking the referee, where the fuck was my pyro? Is it the ref knows? <laughs> Is that a wig? I don't think so, but... It could be extensions. I, wait, it would have to be extensions. There's no way his hair grew out like that. That's what I mean. Right? I mean, he was fucking Isaac Yankum all the way up until April. You're telling me his hair went from April to fucking August. He was Unabom and it wasn't even long. That's got to be extensions. A million percent. I feel like you can tell it is. I don't know if it is, guys. No, it is, dude. A hundred percent. On August, whatever that, sh- the Super Bowl of wrestling where he fights Undertaker, he's Unabom and his hair is not there's when no is, way. What, yeah, wait, when is that? August 4th, 95. Dude, a year ago? Yeah, there's no way. Your hair can grow a, wa- a then, lot in he, a year. But then you go and look at when he was there in April of 96. It's the same length as it was in August. Holy. Okay, hold on a second. There's just no way. Oh, here comes Humpty <laughs> Dumpty, dude. Humpty fucking Dumpty headed to the ring. And that guy is always on the screen. I know what his weakness is. Yeah, what? A fucking bowl of rice? Because oh, he eats it backstage all the time. And like those fucking promos. Oh, Wait, flash. when did Fabio get in the ring? You're so... He was like the first one up. Here comes Godfather. Well, this is kind of fun. Is that Cornette on commentary? Yes, Cornette is on commentary saying, what is this? It's Flash Funk is dancing with two women. What is what is the Flash Funk character? Like, what, he just what? dances and he's got a cowboy hat on. 
That's it. That's I think it's like a superhero. What? Oh, uh, okay. Flash. The Flash. Get it? Flash. Well, look at his boots and shit. His boots? I've never understood how he wrestled in that. Right, which boots? Oh, he's got like. There's like huge flaps on them. Well, they're not really in the way. Not yet. They will. He's either well, supposed to be a pimp or a superhero. Both. I think he's supposed to be like a strip club owner. But not the same as one that we'll see in a little while. No, he was like pimping out hoes nationwide. Right. You, so this is just the owner of the club. The other this guy's guy, literally pimping them. Right. He's like, listen, you want my girls. <laughs> he's a little more clashy. Yeah, he's right. like, you can see my girls naked for a price. And then, like, the other guy's like, you can fuck them for a price. <laughs> so that's, like, pretty drastic. Wait, a mystery partner? I forgot about Randy, this. Randy Macho Man Savage. You think Flash Funk is related Guys. to Terry Funk? Superfly. Oh, great. Jimmy Snuka. Jesus Christ. He's oh. in his pajamas. <laughs> I hope that gear is on chalk line sometime. Fucking buy that. From death row. I did not kill my girlfriend, brother. Brother, I don't remember, brother. That's too bad. Out on bail, Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> super, super, super. So now they're at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. They got a geriatric on their team. <laughs> I can't wait for uh, Jimmy Snooker to pin like freaking Vader tonight. It's gonna be great. I wonder how Tamina Snooker feels being Jimmy Snooker with a pussy. Oh my god! Oh man. Wow. Does she still work there? Yes, she does. As far as I know. How? I don't know, bro. I don't understand, man. She must have some dirt on somebody. Vader's like, what the fuck is this match? They are back in funk in the court body shots. You, I mean, you would have thought that we would get vignettes for the Flash Funk to like get excited about this. You could add Flash Funk, Flash Funk, and the Gladiator team up. Ooh, that could be the stupid geared fucking brigade. Wait, Flash Funk's outfit's worse than I even thought it was. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting choice. He completely missed on that spinning heel kick. Well, that's because fucking Vader pre-bumped. Don't worry about it. That's why he missed. He's cross-body. They both go to the floor. Is Fleischfunk the one who ended up wearing boots that went, like, over his knees? Yeah, dude. Fuck that. I like that, like, fake Razor's, like, so fed up already with Vader. (laughs) Vader's running over Flash Funk. That was a nice moonsault to the floor. 
Wait, are we going for a power bomb? And oh, he hit it. He's like, shit. He's doing it looking larger than ever. Oh, my oh God. God. What in the world was that? <laughs> How does Yoko even move, dude? I, I couldn't tell you. Bigger than a mobile home, Jim Cornette just said. He's bigger than he's ever been. He's bigger than a mobile home. There's Farouk. He's no longer a gladiator, but now he's part of a racial movement. Yeah, but with no explanation. Zero. Just, here he is. Spinning heel kick by Saviole. And it's not even like a subtle change. It's a complete departure. Completely drastic whole thing, yeah. I can't wait for the pro. I, I wonder what the like promo is going to be. The reasoning on Raw when he's. I'm sure they'll ex- have to explain this, right? You. I mean, you'd like to think so, but I'm also wouldn't put it past them to not explain anything. I don't think they're going to say shit. I mean, I'm sure he will describe something, but I don't think they're going to like make a big deal out of like. I don't think he's going to come out here and be like, "I changed because of this." I think he's just going to start like acting as if this is how he's always been. Well, my th- my only like concern here is i hope it's not like um like you know the white man I, i'm sure it's gonna be like oh the white man holding me down or whatever but then like this is the same guy that like took out ahmed johnson so it's like he's taking out his own potential allies that actually brings up a really good point because I mean, Ahmed, obviously, he hasn't returned yet, but he did attack Farouk. He did attack him, right. But, like, are we going to say that's off now, or are they never going to fight? There's no way you can drop that. The guy burst his kidney. (laughs) I don't know, bro. If they just ignore it, they certainly could. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. Just saying. They've done shit before. I mean, that's just how it goes. Guys, Big D is in the ring. You know, to He's, his credit, he does, like, potentially do a big boot better than Kevin Nash ever did. No, Big D is in the ring. He's fighting fake Diesel. Oh, I see. You know, it's funny you say that because there is a picture in one of the Pro, Re- Pro Wrestling Illustrateds where you see Scorpio's dick definitely going to his kneecap. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. I was, like, eight when I saw it. I was like, that's just not right. Here comes Farouk again. Man, let me get back in here. I think Superfly is going to be the sole survivor and win for their team. No way. What the hell was that? He spun around with his foot. Drop kick. I think Superfly is going to get eliminated quicker than his girlfriend in a hotel room. Spinebuster by Farouk. Was it in a hotel room? I thought it was like on the side of the road. No, it was in a hotel room. Yeah, it was a hotel room. Did you watch the dark side of the ring? (sighs) Did I? I don't know. I don't know if I watched that one. Largely because I don't really care about Jimmy Snuka. There you go. I don't know if I watched that one. I remember watching the Benoit one, and that made me sad. I don't know, man. I really like Chris Benoit. Sorry. 
Well, I do too, but I mean, the story of like what happened sucks. Yeah, but like I blocked that out. You're one of those guys. Yeah. Didn't happen. Not real. I just I don't worry about that part of it. We should go to a WWE show and just have two signs: one that says "Rabid" and then the next one "Wolverine," and have it on the hard cam side. And then two more signs: "Was" and then "Innocent." <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get like a group of people, and we have like we could probably pull this off at AEW. There's a group of people, right? It'd be like Chris Benoit is innocent. Don't trust Kevin Sullivan. Don't care. It's got to go back to Kevin Sullivan. I think I'm going to make a sign, and it's going to be the silhouette of Benoit on the weight machine. Oh, my God. And it's going to be toothless depression. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucked up. Snooker just slammed Vader like it was nothing. Bro. Oh, How did his dude? back not give out? It did. Look at him. You know, Jimmy Snooker does have the same front body of uh, Ric Flair. They're both saggy, so that's good. There's no muscle definition there. It's all just body flab. Come on. Toothless depression. That was good. I'm not saying it's not good. How quick do you think they would take my sign away? I feel like if they were checking them at, like, the entrance, they'd probably be like, nope. And then you'd be like, okay. <laughs> That's why you got to get, you got to, like, sneak in a huge whiteboard and then just, like, t- write it on that front row and just whiteboard. put it up. <laughs> Look what Farouk's doing, guys. He slammed Savio against the ring post three, two times, and then he... Throw us on the ring. Well, I told I told the story too about how we went to that impact show and like somebody did like three German suplexes and I just started doing dun 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Kevin Nash power bomb to Savio. I remember Dallas and I went to a TNA thing at the state fair and I was talking to a girl on the phone the whole time. I don't know if I remember you doing that, but I believe it. You were talking to a girl on the phone the whole time? Mm-hmm. Was it a girl you liked or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was yeah, it we f- were trying to coordinate to meet up. Was it a... F- you were on the phone the whole show? No. Okay, I was going to say, that's like a two-and-a-half-hour phone call. Was it an added expense or was it a free show? Uh, no, we bought tickets for it. Yeah, it was tickets. I feel like it was one of like the cow buildings or something. It was. It was. It was, it was the horse stadium, and the, the yeah. floor was dirt. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Super fly. Wow, look at that! Jimmy Snooker pinning Ray Scott. Oh, what the fuck? Shit. Kevin Nash just hit Snooker with a chair. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! He's hitting him wicked hard, guys. Wait, Savio's got a chair. Savio's got a chair. Oh, thank God. They threw the match out. Snooker just hit Kevin Nash with a chair over the head. 
They didn't know what to do with this fucking bullshit match, so they fucking threw it out. Get well, the fuck out of here. What an extreme reaction to come in with a fucking steel chair and just whack Jimmy. <laughs> that was his head. tag team partner. Like, what in the world? That was his tag partner. He was pissed. <laughs> I guess so, but to get a steel chair? And whack a guy that's like 65 years old over the head. He was like, no way my best buddy is going to do a J-O-B to fucking Snooka. Yeah, we ain't doing no J-O-Bs here at the MSG. I'll tell you that right now, pal. No, no, no. Krug's like, man, what a fucking waste of a debut. That's too much. I can't believe that. Oh, guys. About that time. Shawn Michaels, a little promo here. What's our time check? Okay, we are at two hours, 24 minutes, and five seconds. So they're getting less time than Steve Austin and Bret Hart did. Uh, yeah, sound, sure sounds like it. The ruler and master is the champion in the WWF. But guess what? He's getting fooked. More vicious. An endless struggle with sanity for Sid. That's not nice. Sid has clear mental psychological issues and they're poking fun at it yeah super yeah fucking betrayal rude you can hit it from anywhere we get it we he super kicked him uh, he super kicked him one time on accident You know, and see, the problem, too, with this is, like, the storyline is so much weaker than fucking Brett and Steve. It's not even funny. Right. That's a really great point. Oh, yeah, we were pals, and then you turned on me. and like We we backed into each other a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weak. Like, I beat Vader, and, like, you knew I was, like, the number one contender, and I'm coming for the belt. And, like, I saw Owen with the chair, but, like, I'm pretty sure it was you that hit me in the back with it, though, right? No. We're seeing Sid walk through the hallway and he's about to make his way out of the entrance. The Karate Fighters Survivor Series New York City Skyline entrance stage. And here he comes. Is this vest new? I don't think he's like worn it. He usually comes out with nothing on. I feel like he's worn it, but maybe this is the first time. He might have. Yeah, I don't remember. If he has, it was a long time ago. Psycho Sid's got a pretty big fan base. You're damn right. Look at the guardrails Look bending. This, I mean, this oh my god, going nuts for this guy. Yeah, because they think he's about to be the next champ, dude. Well, if Sid came up to me. And I'm in the front row, and he's yelling at me, who's the man? I feel like I'm not going to say Sean. I'd probably say, you are, dude. 
If Sid came up to me, I'd be up to his fucking waist. Yeah. Do you think Sid's coming out here and he's probably like, is he like, is this Survivor Series or what? I don't even know. Are we in Madison Square Garden? I don't know. I'm sorry. Can we start again? Is this the paper? Uh, no, I don't remember. There's the there's the pyro, Sid. I bet you fucking Diesel's back. Oh, I couldn't get my fucking pyro, but Sid gets his. Of course. Where's my fucking pyro? <laughs> One of us is a former world champion and sure ain't fucking Sid and I can't get none. It's bullshit. Yeah, even this entrance with the pyro, which, by the way, a lot of people getting pyro tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's the man. It's a big pay-per-view, though. Yeah, it is. Sean, it's your match. <laughs> Sean, you're going the wrong way. Coming out looking like a female. Wait, hold on. Shawn Michaels' uh, tights are looking pretty cool. He's fucking leaving the arena. He does not want to be here. He literally does look like he's like going to an egg. It looks like What if he went through the curtain and it was just the parking lot and he's like, oh shit, and he kind of turned around. What is he doing? He's going backwards. He's backing up, dude. He's afraid. They're trying to make this seem like a bigger deal, too. I mean, if you listen to the fans, though, they go nuts for both these guys. The story sucks, but the guys are both over. Yeah. I really like this Shawn Michaels attire. I actually don't. I think it's the entrance gear that I don't like. Well, that comes second to me. Look, he's so. getting pulled. He's getting pulled. Look at this kid. I like Sean the, the bull cut kid looks like he wanted to rip his throat out. <laughs> he had a look like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you, Sean. I think it's the hat. I don't like the hat. I was gonna ask you if it's the hat. Yeah, that's the hat. What is, that's a similar hat to Farouk had on, too. Well, it's like a little beret. Yeah. I wanna see the, I gotta see these without the. I think the, the tights underneath are good ones. But they look wicked cool. Why do you guys think that Shawn Michaels comes out with fluffy hair when a lot of wrestlers wet their hair before they come out? Because he's a sexy boy. Well, no, I'll be honest. I, I do believe... Because if you see Shawn with his hair wet, even at this time, it's rather thin and scraggly. Mm. So you think it's because his hair's thinner? I think it's because his hair is thinner, so when he comes out, it looks better if it's, like, blown yeah. dry and puffy. Oh, that's a really great point. I mean, of course, Sean ends up getting so sweaty during these matches that it ends up looking wet by the end. But Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but you, I but think you know that's that. when you can tell that his hair isn't as thick as it looks. Yeah. I need a good look at these tights. Oh, man. Those are good. Those are really cool. It's like the almost like the zebra pattern, but it's gold. Right. It almost is like a play off of his WrestleMania 12 attire yeah. and some of the other, like, just regular ones they need to wear. I really, really like that attire. Yeah, but it's, like, not 
overly done zebra pattern either, though. No, it's very, um, it's like thicker, I guess you could say, yeah. more prominent. So that's not like small zebra. Because I think when he first goes heel, it's like heavy zebra print. Yeah, no, it's at least a couple of his gears are. Hmm, yep, I really like that attire. I almost wish the boots were white and not black. The boots being white? Yeah. Yeah, it might flow with the overall gear better. Sid uh, hammering away here to start us off. Sid don't care, though, what color his tights are. He's just going to beat him up. Yeah. Bad, bad situation for the champion. Shawn Michaels. Irish up goes underneath Sid. Sid turns around. He, now Shawn's punching with some lefts, a right, off the ropes, come back, crossbody. Go on. Two. Oh, Sid, though. He picks it. Oh, kick in the gut. He didn't get all that. Headlock takeover. Sid's like, all right, that's all I remember. I'm full. Where, where are we tonight, Kentucky? Guys, we got to go home, dude. Power bomb, one, two, three. <laughs> Guys, we're going home. That's what I would do. I will tell you, though, as far as, um, I guess, built-up important matches, this has probably been the best pay-per-view to do that since WrestleMania. Yeah. That was kind of weird to see Sid do a headlock takeover. And then he kips up. What is, oh, and then he slaps Sean, too. I didn't know Sid could do a kip up without snapping his leg. That's weird. Well, he almost did, so don't say it too loud. I won't. Trey and right hands. They must have watched the uh, Steve-Brett uh, match and said, you know what, we should probably do that spot, too. To me, I feel like Sid is just... Like, outmatches Sean. Yeah. His offense doesn't look good against Sean. Well, what offense does Sid really have? Well, and that's, I guess, the bigger issue. When you have a guy like Sid, who's limited as it is, and you put him in there with Sean, who is going to outwork him and just be small and... I don't know. I just feel like it's maybe a bad pairing. Did you ever see Jose in his prime? Jim Ross says, I did. Well, Jim Ross was born in, like, what, 1940? So, of course, he's on his prime. <laughs> Sent into the corner, Sean. Big boot. Yeah, Jim Ross sat behind Jesus in the first grade. It's true. It's a heck of a good move here tonight. He's going for, oh, he's going to go for a knee breaker. Like Sid begging off Sean not to do that, I feel like it's such bullshit. Well, I feel like I would not want uh, someone to jump on my knee. 
Yeah, but Sid can literally pick Sean up and throw him into the fifth row. Yeah, but he can't do that if he doesn't have a working leg. Yeah, but he could have easily stopped it. You got to suspend your disbelief. Okay? I tried to tell you guys that, and you don't want to listen. That's why I said that, Dallas. It's called call. It's hard visually when Sid is huge and Sean is not huge. Like, even this. Like, how's Sid's big-ass leg not just throwing him across the ring? Well, I mean, he probably could just kick him away. That's what I'm saying. Is that even on right? That doesn't look right. And I guess it is. Figure four. So looks yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it's good. I don't know. Still looks He's weird. too low on Sid's leg. That, is that what it is? I, it, it looks it looks weird. Yeah, the the bent leg needs to be through Sean's feet more. Yeah. Cause like his leg is barely on his ankle. Yeah. I see what you mean. He's trying to fix it, I think, but he's he has to reapply it to really. Yeah, it's too late to fix it. I like how Sid's like, I'm gonna choke slam you from this position. I think the figure four is one of the most overused fucking moves ever. Well, I feel like I notice it a lot in in the stuff that we watch here. Um, I feel like it's like they've slowed down on that now, but it does feel like it's very, very overused. Well, well people just bust it out now. Like, oh, I'm going to just do a figure four. I don't know. I feel like I don't really see that out there. I just remember growing Not up. Not anymore, but. I just remember growing Bullshit, up. Bullshit, Mizzle like do it in the middle of a match. That was well, like a thing for a while because Ric Flair was his manager, though. Yeah, I don't even, I don't really watch him. I remember growing up, like even Ric Flair would do the move and like not win with it. Right. So like I was confused as to what the point of it was because like he never <laughs> gets submissions. To be honest with you, I don't even really know how Ric Flair would win his matches. Oh, something sent into the the poster. I think he just got sent into the middle of the turnbuckle. Nope, they said it was the post. The shoulder hit it. I think Bob should get the Shawn Michaels heart and dagger tattoo on his arm. Absolutely not. Why not? I'd rather get my ears pierced with those dangling uh, earrings that Sean has. Oh, me cool. too, dude, for sure. That's what I, would get. I like that 2022 Shawn Michaels is ringside for 20, uh, 1996 Shawn Michaels. Pretty much. Did you ever see Shawn Michaels in his day? Oh, <laughs> shit. Sid just pushed the camera because he's in the fucking way. He just did a, got a running head start to kick Shawn right in the face. That looked like a really pussy kick. Yeah, it was. Oh, you bad mouths. Fucking he doesn't want the screws put to him by Shawn Michaels backstage. So The problem is, like, Sid looks good, and he's, like, hilarious. And then he gets in the ring. And then... So the bell rings. I think the problem with Sid is that he's got a 10 out of 10 look. But then, like, his in-ring is maybe, like, a 2. <laughs> yeah. But if he had, rough, a 2? It he, sucks. He, he's at a 2. Let's face it. If he could have gotten to at least, like, a 4.5, 
be way better. Yeah. Who would you say a four and a half is if Sid's a two? A four and a half would be like um, Jimmy Snuka. Oh, Bob. What the fuck? Bob. <laughs> oh, no. I have a four and a half. Um, Undertaker. No, I'd say a, I'd say a four and a half would be like uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm trying to think of a good example here. I can't even really think of one. Well, that's what I mean. Like, what are you comparing? I don't think Sid's a two. I, I would say he's not very good. He's yeah. le- He's less than average. He's definitely less than average. So okay. he's less than five. Yes. Yeah, so like two For and a half. For me, three. I would put Sid at a four and a half. Oh, I don't know about that. That seems a bit I hard. guess it, you have to like, the problem is like, I I find it very difficult to assign a number to someone. Like I I would do better ranking him amongst other people and be like, okay, he well, is. What did you? Okay, Bob, answer me this. What is Duke the drum the dumpster drozy? What's his? Uh, he's like uh probably like a two. So you're telling me right now. <laughs> that in ring, Duke, Drozzi, and Sid are the same. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, okay, I'll give... Uh, all right, seriously, I, I, I could probably bump Sid up to like a four. Okay, I think that's fair. I could bump him up to a four. I think but that's so, fair. So realistically, so all joking aside, he, he's a 10 out of 10 out of him. So let's say he's a four. If he could get to like five and a half, six, like six... Okay. He's probably like an all timer. Yeah. But the fact that he's a like a four and a lazy like, four. He's not lazy trying four. to get better. No. If <laughs> anything, he gets worse. Right. <laughs> he's he's uh he's found his formula and he ain't about to change it up. No, and if anything, he's cutting corners on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I would not call Sid a two. No, I was, I was being Ex- an exaggeration, if you will. Yes, yes. Duke Rossi, though he's he's probably like a two and a half. Yeah, I think that's good. That's that's right. So Sid's got the upper hand here. He's beating Chun's ass, and he keeps doing these pussy ass running kicks. Well, you know, before we got on that sidetrack, I feel like with Sid, too, like I've noticed that quite a bit throughout his entire career. They're this huge guy, and he's, like, delicately kicking people. Like, look at that. He just ran. He just, like, pressed his foot to the side of him. Well, here's the thing, too, and we have to, I think, bring light to this. I think it's very evident that Sid is not a guy and never has been a guy to lead a match. No. With that said, I think that's another thing that maybe holds him back. He's always dependent on the other guy leading him. He just that's, doesn't have the ability to lead a match. Yeah. Sid's stomps are like the equivalent of Hulk Hogan delivering a chair shot. <clears throat> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> They're both very, very weak. Oh, backbreaker. One, 
two. No, Sean kicks out of three. Shawn Michaels does not have a lot left. Get him, Sid. Win the strap. You deserve it. You came back from softball season, bailed out the WWF. I've always compared Sid's offense level to like a Lex Luger. I, you know what? I'm willing to say that Lex Luger, uh, probably after his original WCW run, his in ring is substantially worse than Sid's. <laughs> so, like, Sid's at like a four, four and a half on a good day. You said substantially, so that means it's got to be at least like two for Lex. Uh, well, I'm going to say like a low three. Yeah. Oh, three. Okay. For Luger. I mean, Luger literally, for like, like Lax Express up, he, what did he do? <laughs> punch. Well, that's punch, what I'm saying. Clothesline. And like, that's it. Right. And he would sell like a fucking. Right, guys, look at The this. way that he would sell was like stiff. Sean's so groggy. Sid's holding him up. Big right hand, but it doesn't knock Sean down. Sean instead hits back with the right and another one. And the crowd goes fucking nuts. And another one. See, that's another thing. Wait. If you punch a guy seven times, I feel like they should drop to a knee at least. A couple punches that Sean threw, they were definitely booing him. Oh, I think it's. I think the crowd is definitely more into Sid than Sean. Yeah, they're booing right now. So there's, no, there's a you know decent cheering amount of people, but. Oh God. What the fuck? Is it like a hand? How did you just do a headstand? Oh, that's from, that's where that famous picture is from when Sean's up on his head like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, fuck it, I'll be a tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Million Dollar Dream. He was also part of the corporation. Remember? Oh, that's true. Shout out oh. to Ted. Ted, we miss you. We love you. Maybe Ted's making a comeback. We're thinking of you, Ted. Sean trying real hard to reach that top rope. I don't think he's going to reach it. Who do you think's better in ring, Kevin Nash or Sid? Who's who's mm. worse? Better in ring. Who's better in ring? Oh man, Kevin Nash or Sid? I think their offense is almost identical. Nash might eke him out a little bit. But not by much. My gut says Nash is better. But they do the same moves. Are you are you talking like just move wise? Yeah, like in ring skill. I want to say Sid. Yeah. I don't know. They're they're pretty fucking similar. I mean, I don't, sure. I don't think Nash throws his pussy like little strikes like Sid does though. Well, that that. And I think that for me is like that's like really bad. Nash like, throws some guys. pussy punches. Nash's punches are not good. I'd have to see him again. He keeps it real close to his body. That's true. Yeah, it's not even a forearm either. Really, it's a, no, it's, a it's like a it's a shitty punch. 
here, my thing is this. Sid, sure, Sid snaps his leg jumping off the middle rope. But you know what? <laughs> he never tore a quad running. Oh. And I think that's important. Well, Sid's the one who's like, they told me to do a big boo off the middle rope, and I said, okay. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Again, he can't lead. He's like, okay, I'll do he it. He absolutely cannot lead. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Which I feel like Nash can. So I give him maybe, if Sid's a four, Nash is a 4.5. I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm more entertained by Sid matches than Nash. Yeah, I don't know. I think it depends because Kevin Nash is like funny as fuck. Yeah, but that's not part of the criteria. I was just gonna say, like, am, I wa- am I watching a match to laugh? I don't think so. No, but you said you're more entertained by Sid. Are you strictly talking in match? I think in every aspect, I am. No, then I I'm going Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's hard, dude. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going, okay. No, I'm wait, going Kevin me, Nash. Name me, name me your favorite Kevin Nash promo. My favorite Kevin Nash promo. <laughs> when he's dressed as Hernandez. <laughs> 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 wait, Sid took the camera out of the cameraman's hand and... Oh, fuck, he hit Jose with it. What the hell was that for? Look, look, Jose didn't want to sell it either. Jose just died. Super kick. Pit up, Sean. Oof. Dallas, is it, was that your answer? Was when he was Arn Anderson? Uh, I don't know. That's pretty. That's pretty good though. I like when I like when he's uh, with Alex Shelley in in the X Division. <laughs> and he wears a polo shirt. <laughs> um. Let's see. I mean, I don't. I don't have a list of Kevin Nash promos in the in the top of my head right now. Nash Nash has more moments than promos. I would say. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of a, my favorite Sid promo either. Sure you can. I got half the brain that you do. All-timer. <laughs> and, excuse me, can we start again? I mean, that's Right, a- hello. Yeah, like, but come on, guys. Those come right on. there alone make him better than Nash. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, Sean just told him something in the corner. I think Sid has one of the best looks oh. of all time. I well, absolutely agree. Sid has Goldberg level looks, I think. Yes. Earl like for a, for a heel, for a, I think a, a great heel look. Right. Get the camera in my face. Well, he's just realizing Jose's knocked down. And oh, Sid, no. Sid's got the camera again. And he just whacked Sean over the back. That was so dumb. That was so obvious what they were doing. Oh, I got to check on Jose four minutes later. So is Sid a heel or what? The crowd I, seemed shocked when he hit Jose with it. I feel like this is not a babyface thing to do, to hit an old man with a camera on the apron. and make, Well, and I told you guys going into this that I thought Sid was going to be the heel, and you guys thought I was nuts. No, didn't you guys both say that Sean was since New York hates Sean? I feel like you both said that. Yeah, I thought that. I, I definitely thought it. I mean, Sid, I feel like still is. Look at this. There's people in the crowd still going good for him. 
Oh, oh yeah, they are. They're still going. They're still pretty excited. Is yeah. Sid about to win the fucking One, championship? Two, three. Oh my god, dude! What the fuck? Sid is your new WWF world champion. And look at the crowd, dude. They're not like fuck you. You hit the guy with the camera. They're like hell yeah, man. You're the champion now. I so can't I, believe. Wait, they're they bringing out a stretcher. That. A stretcher for Jose. Sean stops selling, crawls out of the ring. Yeah, he goes right over to him. Psycho Sid, the WWF champion. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, is this finally the end of Jose, guys? God, I hope so. Well, by the looks of it, he had a heart attack. I mean, it's a- They are teasing that he had a heart attack. And I like how Vladimir is just like in the crowd right there, like, yeah, dude, look at this old guy. They're not even raising up the stretcher. New just, NWO sign, guys. Uh, yeah, new. <laughs> that's good placement. Wow. Sean is crawling up the aisle trying to get the Jose. Sean can barely walk to the back. Yeah, he's struggling. I am the man. I am the ruler. Well, I think that cements the uh, kind of subpar title reign for Sean. Wow. Sid wins the belt. I thought there was no fucking way Sid was winning the belt. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And if you think about it, a lot of the finishes on this show were pretty unexpected. Yeah, they were. I feel like there was a lot going on in the show. Farouk's got a new character. We had about six guys make their debut. An alleged murderer was a surprise entrant in one of the matches. Jake the Snake Roberts is fucking off the wagon, and he's on the show, too. That's a fair point. There's a lot going on. I enjoyed this show. I think overall, like, yeah, this is uh, this was a pretty decent pay per view. I'll say good. I'll say it was a good pay per view. I think it was good. Sure, I mean there was a couple of moments. There's where... bits and pieces, yeah, but yeah, then, like I the... think all the good outweighs it because. Yeah. Even okay, so you look at even things like Rocky Maivia's debut. We were like, oh, he, this is a good little baby face, and so, like, so we were impressed with that. Farouk's new look. Right. We got a new WWF champion. I think Laker's got a new look. LaFon and well, that new look is bad. LaFon and Furnace, I thought, looked pretty good. And if they're going to be number one contenders to the tag titles, that could be a solid match because they are good workers. Steve Austin has been cemented as a main eventer in my eyes. I, I agree with that. Yeah, so there's, think, there's a lot of good be, stuff here. That can't be denied. All right, that wraps. Wow. Up. Yeah, I think that's so far. That's probably my pay per view of the year. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, as bad and as bored as I was with some of those Survivor Series matches, it may have been better than WrestleMania for me, and that hasn't been knocked off its pedestal since we were in '96. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, like that. The tags, the tag, uh, the opening, like 
Survivor Series match. There was some dull moments there, but... No, yeah. That there's bound to be. Yeah, but all the singles matches were solid. I, I don't... I didn't like the, the Mankind Undertaker one, but it wasn't the worst fucking thing we've ever seen. Exactly. It wasn't, so, like, brutal. So there you go. They kept the gimmick shit to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Um... Steve Austin, Bret Hart had perhaps the best match or two of the year. Yeah. Um, and really, Sean and Sid, for as much as I feel like they do lack an in-ring chemistry a little bit, they had a decent, you know, Sid lack of skill match. Right. Uh, yeah, there's. I don't think you can really talk too much negatively because even for the matches that either – we didn't care about or you know weren't great there were still some cool debuts of people that i am interested to see more of moving forward so that kind of masks the shittiness of it Mm -hmm. so i don't know man i'm i'm coming out of this show a lot more positive i think than going in because yeah we were all pretty optimistic going in we were excited for the card on paper but guess what? That's happened before. Hey, good card on paper, and it's a shit show. This time, good match on paper. Pretty decent pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Fucking MSG, crowd is hot as fuck. The entrance is cool. It's themed. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's getting pyro. Matches feel big. The company feels like it has steam. It's not just stagnant and in your house throwaway matches. This pay-per-view was much needed after the last couple months, I think. I think so, too. And uh, kind of looking forward, now we know we have Brett and Sid, which sounds pretty cool. Interesting. Different. Something different. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just... I don't want to get too excited because we need to see these changes on TV before we can get like totally excited about a lot of this stuff. But the, I mean, it was a good show. I liked all the all the changes. I agree, everything felt bigger, but it should. It's one of the it's their last big show of the year, so makes sense. Well, and really, this is kind of the foothold of what 1997 is going to be. Really, Survivor Series and after is your prelude. To the following year. So this is kind of their shot. You know, this is, hey, if we're moving it in a different direction in 1997, this is where I feel like it's going to take us. And if Sid's that guy moving into 97, I'm good with that. I think Sean needs a rest. I don't think Brett is quite ready to be back at that part yet because I do feel like it handcuffs him a little bit. Um. And Sid, really, the championship enhances him. So I think it's a win-win. I don't know, though. So if Sid is going to kind of position to move to Brett for a little while, what do you do with Sean? Does Sean step away for a minute? Does he get knocked down a couple of packs? Like, what do you do with, with Sean now? I feel like I could see him kind of, I mean, I don't think he's going to be gone as long as Brad, but I could see him taking the back seat for a hot minute. I think you have to. 
I think you have to. I'm trying to think of who you could feud with if it's not Sid. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other problem. You know what I would do? I would have had Sean with that camera thing. Have him develop a head injury, and then he thinks that New Razor and New Diesel are, in fact, Scott Hall and Kevin. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Only if think. Leaf Cassidy can be fake Shawn Michaels. <laughs> well, there's that too, then. Now, I agree with you, though. With the, I feel like this show absolutely gives a vibe of them having some momentum. That right. probably, I don't even know since when. The last pay per view that we felt that there was actual momentum. Maybe King of the Ring had a little bit of momentum with like the whole crowning of Steve Austin and stuff. But yeah, that's a good point too. You know, that could maybe have kickstarted us into uh, where we're at now. Yeah, right. I think Steve Austin as a whole has given the company a major shift forward. Yeah, they see what's working mm-hmm. with him. And it's good shit that's like, you could see, realistically, it's almost as if Steve Austin, that character, that persona, should have been on Nitro. With the realism, the rough edges, the, you know, off-kilter, I'm doing what I want. They're capturing a little bit of that. And here's Steve Austin, Lone Wolf. Can do whatever he wants. He's not tied to a group. So in a way, you're playing off the audience that loves NWO, but you're also building on it because it's something way different. Right. So he's bringing that crowd and that feel to this show that so desperately needed it. Mm-hmm. You know, because if he's the ringmaster and stays the ringmaster... Think of how different things would be even just in 96, let alone further down the road. You take Steve Austin out of the equation for this pay-per-view tonight. To me, that's a major hole. I don't know. I think there there should definitely be a special mention of Steve Austin, uh, not only for this show, but for the product overall right now. I think we've lucked out. Uh, Yeah. And really, I mean, since he's really ramped himself up following King of the Ring, he's must-see anytime he's on TV. Whether he's fucking talking shit at the announce table, whether he's backstage throwing guys around uh, production crew, uh, whether he's in the ring giving somebody the middle finger, whether he's on the King of the Ring stage cutting a promo, you are interested and want to watch him. And you can't say that about a lot of guys on the TV right now. So, I don't know. I do think there should be a special mention for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I definitely think it's well-deserved. You know, standing out. I mean, him and Goldust, too. I I mean, Goldust, early on, on at least. Right. Yeah, pushing the envelope and kind of... It was really different at first. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Um, All right, well... I think Raw tomorrow night, or next week in our case, is going to be quite interesting because I would hope we're going to hear from Farouk to maybe understand. We need to. What is going, like, what happened there? Yeah. Went from a gladiator to a radical 
guy, I guess. I don't know how to really describe that. And then, uh, you know, maybe we'll get some background on Flash Funk and LaFon and Furnace. Oh, that's Maya Villa. Maybe he'll get some shine. There's yeah. a lot of, like, new guys. Like, a new guys coming in that makes it more refreshing. Absolutely. And it's not guys that we've seen before under a different gimmick or something. They're and, actual new guys. And they're not yeah. fucking, like, construction workers and bullshit. So I think that's going to be refreshing in itself. I really think a Furnace and LaFon against Owen in Bulldog match could be pretty good. I agree. I agree, and I think we saw a little taste of that because that seems to be the obvious direction they're going in. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we all enjoyed a pay-per-view. Celebrate. I hope every, and if anybody watched along with us, I hope you guys enjoyed the show as well. Uh, but it's time to move on to Raw. It's time to march towards Royal Rumble. I, I mean, sure, we have In Your House, but Royal Rumble in January is the next one. And to think that in just a few short weeks, we're going to be towards the march to WrestleMania 13. Wow. Time is flying by here on Echo Pod. But until next week, for Dallas Greeley and for Austin Skinner, I'm Bob Downey Jr., and this has been Echo Pod. You got to hear it.